0: This episode of Watch Out for Fireballs is brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash Check that shit out. See what we have on offer. I apologize, there's a heater on in the background. I'm getting a cold and it's very cold outside. Thank you.
1: gary butterfield my name is cole ross and you're listening to watch out for fireballs it is a games club podcast and this week we are playing blood and wine which is an expansion for the witcher 3 developed and published by cd project Rev for the pc ps4 and xbox one in 2016
0: mm-hmm. and this is the final expansion to uh witcher 3 and it's so a goodbye to the boy
1: yeah um so yeah Good. this the, the Goodbye, boy <laughs> but, but, but bye, bye Gerald. wink at the camera for me mm-hmm. um i i
0: will i mean we'll get to that in like two hours but i, I actually love that yeah I, I, it seems like it shouldn't work and it totally worked on yeah. me like both times
1: i'm I, i'm so. I, i'm ambivalent um but we'll talk about it i mm-hmm. i think that if i had spent more time with this boy over the past 20 years it might be uh uh, it, it might land a little bit more, but, uh, but yeah, this sees Geralt's going uh, to Toussaint, uh which is kind of like France and Monaco and things like that uh, to try and stop this series of beastly murders. Yes.
0: Yeah. And this is, uh, there are a couple of updates to the systems, but for the most part, the generalities of Witcher 3 are in place. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did our first kind of Witcher 3 episode almost a year ago uh, in December of 2017, uh, and then we did Hearts of Stone a few months later. Yes. So you can see the uh, the kind of lead up to this. Uh, this is the finale of the the game. So this is, if you're playing along, this is what you should play last.
1: Yes. Um, and even if you attempt to venture into this, I imagine that it will be difficult because even mechanically, this feels like it is meant to be post-game content. It raises the level mm-hmm. cap. Uh, basically, every uh, uh, just kind of brigand in Tucson is stronger than a god in Velen. <laughs> yes
0: yeah the level scaling is really pretty intense
1: yeah um so that you
0: will have the most fun with this dlc if you like witcher combat if you hold your nose and play the witcher in spite of that then you mm-hmm. should bump this down to to nothing to, difficulty. to
1: story only for sure no swords allowed
0: uh, difficulty the, everybody has to you know everyone's got a boffer. um Difficulty. Whereas myself, as a Blood and Broken Bones boy, mm. uh, found a lot to chew on here. Yeah. Um, primarily through some of those uh, updates to the systems, which we'll get into.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, these uh, these things that they kind of expand your mutation set, um, which allows you to further customize Geralt, um, kind of changes moves, and they play into different builds. Um, you also get access to Grandmaster Witcher armor, yeah. which is this huge money sink, but the armor uh, is extremely good and has cool quirks uh if you you know if you get all of the uh pieces if you wear a complete set
1: yeah so if you wear a complete set it will uh like at three pieces it will give a bonus and then at six pieces it will give you a uh, a, a larger bonus on top of that mm-hmm. um, yep, and, like <laughs> exactly. <Yeah>. um and exactly um and and uh um you know you you get quests to go find um armor from the different schools right and i think there's mm-hmm. one new school manticore uh, man, the manticore which is like the poisons and stuff right
0: po- po- poisons and bombs yeah uh primarily the the big thing is it allows you to get critical hits with bombs mm. which uh, i didn't do i thought about so i played this is my second time playing this i wanted to play a different build but i didn't want to force a square peg down a round hole so i played pretty much the same as i played <laughs> <laughs> the first time like was like oh this is the style i like like i'm yeah. this is the one i want to
1: play you're, you're a kitty cat man i'm a kitty cat man okay
0: uh, Kitty Cat, but this one, instead of uh, when the first time we went around, um, as far as science go, I just did a lot of Quen and Igni, and uh, there's a mutation that makes Ard an absolute killing machine, so I became an Ard boy. You an Ard bark. Yeah. I, ar- ar- I was an Ard bark. Yeah. Ar- I, was, I was Ard'ing it up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there is just a, a, a benefit to that that's just so incredibly fucking good. Yeah, well, it turns and, into a
1: Cryomancer, like it, fr- yes. it freezes folks
0: yeah and it it says it doesn't seem impressive. it's like twenty five percent um but but I cast that a lot, yeah <laughs> uh, and when somebody gets frozen, they have a really good chance of just dying, and if they don't, they take insane amounts of damage like right uh mega you know frozen art is just incredible. so I became an ice cat was uh, <laughs> my my girl
1: yeah like yes. like that plus uh a sword that is not in and not terribly hard to get. Uh, mm-hmm. then, you know, the crazy Excalibur or whatever. Like even though they add new monsters and combat generally is di- more difficult here, um, I was cutting through people like they were just butter. Like I, th- there was nothing.
0: Yeah, you get equipped for it. Yeah, At
1: the very least. Yeah, so. And, uh, so I, I, I decided to go canonical Geralt and did uh the wolf, the wolf set, mm-hmm. which is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that that led to that led me to use the uh, the magic zone area. Like the Yurden or whatever it is. Yeah, uh, a lot trap. more. Yeah, the magic trap, which uh, which is yeah. actually neat. Uh, trap. It, 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 it works very – what was that? Magic trap. <laughs> Nothing. That's a song. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and that is especially useful for some of the new kinds of monsters uh, that uh, are, burrow into the ground and stuff here. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: yeah. Um, speaking of money sink, as far as Grandmaster Armor, you're also given a – there's kind of a base building element to this. Mm-hmm. They give you uh, a home. And you can put money into upgrading it, Mm -hmm. um, which I didn't do the first time and didn't really do this time. Oh. I spent all my money on Grandmaster Armor and then didn't go hunt out money.
2: Yeah, yeah. And
0: since it wasn't my first game, like, when I first got to this on my first time around, um, I spent all of my Witcher 3 money on the Hearts of Stone, like, runes and stuff. Right. And then when I got here, I needed to gain money to get the Grandmaster Witcher Armor. Mm -hmm. This time, I started with a new save. Um, that you can do, you know do a save just to kind of bootstrap yourself up to the the DLC, right? And uh, just did not have enough money to make this worthwhile, yeah. And didn't want to spend any time grinding or going back and doing quest on the mainland or anything.
1: Yeah, it brings so I you in. I didn't really now. fuck with this. What's that?
0: So yeah, so I didn't really fuck with this.
1: Yeah, I did just because it seemed like a major part of the uh, of of the system. It's neat. It actually um, the, the the bonuses that it gives you they're temporary. Uh, however, it times out to where you can go do like a side quest or two while they are still active. So it's things like your, 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 your armor, uh, you get extra vitality. Uh, if you buy a stable for roach, then basically you can just have him run all the way across the map Her sorry, mm. have her run all the way across the map. Um,
0: easy mistake to make in this dlc yes
1: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> to have it run all the, way, all the way across the map without uh without running out of stamina and stuff without needing to stay the path so it's neat i don't know if it's worth the money especially if the choice is uh between villa and grandmaster armor uh or grinding yeah um, well, did... and
0: the, those runes from the last thing are still in place yeah like you won't put use them on your equipment but you can still put them on your sword yeah. And such. So it's like, there, there's just lots of money sink mm-hmm. going on. It's a weird thing where the DLCs for The Witcher 3 overcorrected. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it was a problem in Witcher 3 that you had nothing to spend money on near the end. Um, They just went all out and gave you everything to spend money on. <laughs> you know?
1: Right. Uh, but they also gave you a lot of, like, garbage quests in the side quest area uh, to make money as well on top of that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep, yep. 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 Um, yeah, so that that is a thing. I like just having the home in general, even if I didn't use it. Yeah. You know, do, do the systems with it.
1: Yeah, g- g- given that things are expensive and there is a money, uh, uh, you know, a money sink kind of thing here, I was kind of hoping they would do a little bit of um, an Assassin's Creed or Vice City thing where putting money into your villa um, got you some income, especially because mm. you are growing and making wine and selling it. But like specifically, they say, oh yeah, there's vine rot, so we're not going to make money for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, yep. Womp major um, let's talk about t- yeah let's,
0: let's talk about uh toussaint
1: let's talk about toussaint so toussaint has problems um you know we are dealing with a vampire on the loose and stuff but it's really far more idyllic and fairy tale like especially compared to velin and the surrounding areas um not so much skelliga velin specifically where everything is war torn and covered in shit not the case here
0: well, even uh, even as far as this flavor goes, like it's so um, so. If if uh, Velen is kind of like the, the the specific Polish kind of Eastern European uh, low fantasy thing, this feels like them just doing a play on high fantasy. Yes, like this is this is a uh, a version of this that's very beautiful mm-hmm. um, and it's very like medieval England feeling. You know, even though it does, it takes more. You know, the accents are closer to French, but it just feels very medieval English. Yes you know as, as far as that like the the, the time of robin hood mm-hmm. you know um and the, you know the time of knights and courtiers and and that kind of thing yeah yeah um, like the,
1: the dandelion feels out of place in Velen. uh he would be a a small fish in a big pond here
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, and it's very beautiful.
1: Oh, it's fucking gorgeous! Um, like yeah, just, you can tell that they made a, a uh, just an effort to have like just as many vistas as possible here.
0: Yeah, it it is incredibly pleasing to the eye. Yeah. Um. And the the main game could have that, mm-hmm. but also you were in the ding. So like a lot of times, <laughs> you know, there there's beauty in the main game, but it was rarer. You know, you'd you'd be trudging through some blood soaked swamp or what have you. Mm-hmm. Here, just like everywhere you turn, the camera. You know, I don't do photo mode stuff in games. I don't think it's interesting, but mm-hmm. every time you turn the co- the camera, you could, you know, and 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 just get like a really great uh, snapshot. Yeah, like it feels like
1: yeah, it's like they went into every texture and then just increased the saturation. Yeah, very very beautiful. Yeah,
0: um, part of this kind of medieval English uh, kind of feel to this is that it, it, it adheres to these five uh, chivalric, Cheval- chivalric,
1: yeah, chivalric, yeah, chivalric,
0: chivalric uh, virtues. Uh, They're kind of very important to this. Um, And a lot of these quests are kind of straight up the middle, like moral than you'd expect. Yeah. So they don't have as many twists. Um, There are a lot of them where you are still doing good. And the idea is that you expose, you know, some of these, these virtues for being kind of fakey and shitty. Yeah. You know, like the gender politics in Toussaint are real fucked up. <laughs> um, like so. all the courtship rituals, anything anyone is doing for love is really gross and weird.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that plays in the main quest as well. Like that's a big theme here is that like this idea of, of uh, chivalric love is a fucked up bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that causes people to hurt.
1: <laughs> right. Um, and so Geralt, you know, you don't run into that problem where you're acting with incomplete information and there is an unintended consequence that is way more dire than if you made what seemed like an a non-ideal choice. Yeah. Gerald is very much a stranger in a strange land here, applying his own kind of practical witcher ethic to this crazy backward moon logics chivalry that that's going on here.
0: In in a general more structural sense, like what that means is that there is a lot less of um you know, we we alluded to this where there's a lot less of you make a decision without complete information and you feel the consequences you know, hours later. Yeah. Um, there's one man really... whose
1: life you ruin in the side quests.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like there's a little bit of that, but it's, it's much rarer. Right. Um, what's much more common kind of structurally. And I didn't notice this until the second time through that. I think is kind of interesting is they set up a lot of, uh, social situations, which set up a premise and then upended immediately, like within the same cutscene, <laughs> And those yeah. all work really well. Yeah. Um, like there's a really cool moments where you're sitting down, you, you, the game, you know, the characters are talking about a thing for Geralt to do. It feels like you've gotten a mission mm-hmm. and you're going to go do it. And then something happens immediately to fuck that up <laughs> uh, um, and kind of put a twist on it. And those are really cool. It's not the same kind of subversion subversion of your your expectations that mm-hmm. I'm, I'm expecting from the series. But it is a neat little touch. Like every time I, I, I
1: noticed it, it was effective. Yes. Yeah, I'd agree. And it is much more consistent with like this place. And structurally, yes. like, the main game of The Witcher 3 was about Ciri, right? Mm-hmm. And Hearts of Stone was very much geard's story, right? Yeah. Um, and Geralt was just kind of uh, acting <laughs> as a, 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 what's his name's Gondra dim's agent in that. Here, you, Geralt is is more, you know, in the center of this. The primary <laughs> antagonist in the movement in Shaker um, is off, off camera a lot.
0: It, it's it's like it's really both. It's it's yeah. like the, the game wants it to be a story about uh the main antagonist and, and Regis and this this courtly kind of problem, mm-hmm. but they also need to make it a wrap up for Geralt. Yeah. So Geralt ends up, you know, it ends up being a goodbye to him as well. It doesn't totally work as well. Like one of the things we'll get into um is that like this this is a a really good DLC and is one hundred percent worth playing. Mm-hmm. It is uh it is not nearly as good as Hearts of
1: Stone. Hearts of Stone uh, is singular.
0: Yeah, Heart to Stone is yeah is a unique accomplishment in games. Um, this is not right, and there are just ways in which it feels like like sloppy is the wrong word, but like there are little there are structural things that are just goofy, yeah, in it, and th- and things like th- ways where it splits the focus, which is something that uh you know Witcher Three as a franchise has not really done, right? Has like not really had a problem with, mm-hmm. but I think that some of the the focus splitting between your know, our primary antagonist and the way that it weaves in with this. Uh, the royal drama mm-hmm. that is the, the key of this is not always particularly well meshed. Like, it's not terrible. Mm-hmm. You're right? Like, when, when I, I'm not saying that those things don't work together. I'm saying I expect them to be seamless because of the series and these yeah. writers, and it's not seamless.
2: Yeah. It's it, like, it's, you like, can
0: see the seam. It's a good costume, but it's not, <laughs> you know, it's not a horse. Yeah. It's I was a thinking. good two men in a horse costume.
1: <laughs> two, two men in like, a, two, two a truck.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so it's Two men in a truck costume. Yeah, uh, it's a good version of it. It's not a transformer though. It's no transformer. <laughs> right,
1: right. Now I was going to make a like just a comparison to like uh, you know carpentry. Like that chair works, but there's one that where all the joints uh, are smooth and you don't really see them. And then there's one where like oh yeah, this is this is an IKEA chair. This is not yeah. quite an IKEA chair, but you're right. Yeah, I'm I would happy want an IKEA chair. No, but, like, no, it's
0: that's definitely not like carved from a single piece of wood by a you know a designer yeah Master it's, a, it's not
1: right. a it's not a swanson yeah
0: yes yeah this is yeah this is not a swanson yeah it's a, but it's still an extremely good chair mm-hmm. you know and i just want to make sure that that gets hammered home because i don't want people to come away feeling like uh i don't you know i don't like this. i mean we you and i haven't really talked about it like i don't want to come away like i don't like this because mm-hmm. i really do like it but whereas uh you know hearts of stone felt like a sea change kind of thing this feels like a good goodbye the goodbye stuff works for me mm-hmm. the actual story is good yeah you know without yeah. being great
1: yeah and so, you know this only comes up short in comparison not necessarily in com- you know uh in comparison with the witcher 3 not necessarily yeah. in comparison and, with like other open world role-playing game kind of things
0: yes yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. It, when, when i talk about that story not being good like boy compare this to skyrim you right. know or something like that like that's a terrible fucking plot and mm-hmm. story like they don't do anything like those don't work at all like yeah someday we'll do skyrim and i can't wait to just complain about how there's not one character that's worth caring about mm-hmm. in that world like everyone talks to you like the fate of the world is in your hands and i couldn't care less about that world or anyone in it yeah like no everyone there could die and i wouldn't blink because they're not you know they're not likable mm-hmm. and one of the things that this game has or this dlc has versus hearts of stone that i think is really interesting is that uh hearts of stone had very compelling characters that mm-hmm. were uh villainous this uh has very likable characters yes incredibly they're still so. very compelling but like incredibly likable characters like like I would spend, you know, not just uh, uh, not just Regis, who is the obvious like highlight. Like I love Regis,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I love Regis. But um, <laughs> uh, the, the Empress's sister, now that I've done the secondary path, is also like really likable. In oh that. Wow. Um, she's not in the the main path, or the, it's not even a main path. We'll get to it. It's a structural yeah. problem with the last.
1: Like, yeah, it's a, it's it's real goofy. We both saw very different versions of that character.
0: Yeah, I saw both. So I, I saw, you know, the first time I did your version. This time I did, and I and I pushed you towards that. At first I felt a little guilty, but now I'm, I think you did the right one. Okay. Um, you get less development for her, but it's still paced better hmm. and fits into the story better. So we'll we'll get into it. But yeah. there's just like very very likable characters. Mm-hmm. You know, even the like the two idiots you run into in the first part are like really likable. <laughs> yes. You know. Yeah. Everybody's real fun.
1: Yeah. And you know th- this will be reductive because there's more than humor going on here, but this is a very funny expansion as yes. well. Yeah. Um, you know, but plenty of laugh out loud moments. There are a lot where it is commenting on The Witcher Three and on uh, Geralt's past in general as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like there's just good jokes.
0: <laughs> yeah, there there are good jokes in this. this. Is a funny thing. It's a great DLC to kind of counter, you know, the idea or the charge that like Witcher Three is a guy whitey sword good grim dark yeah. game when it's like really not. Like there's a um, the uh, a YouTube guy I like called Super Bunny Hop. Um, in preparation for this, I rewatched his Witcher three stuff Mm -hmm. and he talked about how that being, he talks about how that's the ultimate subversion of Witcher three and how you get it right from the cover. Like you look at the cover and it's this albino, you know, (laughs) murderer man. And then you play it and it's like, well, actually like he's not that serious. He's pretty funny. He genuinely cares for his friends and his loved ones. Like he's not, Mm -hmm. you know, this, uh, this call of duty protagonist that he seems like he's going to be. Right. He's not, he's not the point man. (laughs) You know, he's, 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 he's a much richer character and that's like the ultimate kind of, uh, right from the start, the, the, the essential subversion of the series, you get it right there. Mm -hmm. And, uh, this is a great example of that just because of how like caring and like the, you can play in different ways, but like I ended up playing most of my motivation in this is because of Regis, Yeah. right? Like my friend wants me to do a thing.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) And it's a really believable friendship. Like it feels good. You know, it Mm -hmm. feels right. Yeah. So
1: Yep. So we 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 both went the same way. My my girl was also incredibly exasperated by uh, this place being backwards, <laughs> and just the mm-hmm. amount the amount of extra work that that uh, created for him.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, but you do it because because mm-hmm. uh, you got this good good vampire.
1: Buddy. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you get you got your friend. Um, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about Regis because there are specific good moments. But like, I really enjoy how they are paired up because they are both out of place. But weirdly, mm-hmm. even though Regis is from a different world, he blends in just a little bit more than Geralt does, and, yeah. he, and he hides his displacement better.
0: Yeah, there's a, there's an excellent. I'm glad that you got the um, the path you went on mm-hmm. because there's that excellent uh, him laying that out. Yeah, when he does the the speech where he's like, imagine the most uncomfortable you've ever been,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, like that thing, and it's like it's a really really great moment.
1: Yeah um no. and you know this has got me you know it's renewed my interest in continuing through the books beyond just like the short story collection that i've read because regis is from like the last book mm-hmm. um and general <laughs> generally this world's treatment of vampires is really really cool yeah
0: <laughs> yep. I, I like these vampires i like vampires in general this right. is a real season of the vampire for me but like yeah uh vampires are very cool and well and just uh if you read in the book the story of this, the story with the uh, the two princesses, mm-hmm. um, is kind of
2: yeah. One, well, just
0: one, just one, just one. Mess, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, got, the the uh is is a, a kind of a retelling of a short story because mm-hmm. this idea of like being um born under like a bad moon, mm-hmm. um, born during an eclipse is is a short story. Yeah, that uh, is referenced in here, but it's pretty much what happened to Enredas sister. Yeah. Savannah, Savannah, Savannah so, Sienna, Sienna, Sienna. There we are. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there, there is a lot of, there are a lot of references to the books in this that would probably make this richer.
1: Yeah. You know? So if yep. we if we miss some of those if we don't if we don't call out something incredibly obvious that is not because uh, of specific neglect that is because so, we just we haven't read the books yeah we just haven't read the books we don't have the points well, that, that's fine
0: we're talking about the game yeah, yeah. so <laughs> if, if somebody wants to get mad about that like we're not talking about the books yeah listen to uh, Jeremy Greer's uh, uh, Silver for Monsters podcast if yeah. you want to hear uh, people talk about the books yeah. Um, yeah, so this is like I said, this is likely the end of your story. I can't imagine doing this and then doing Hearts of Stone. You no. know, Hearts of Stone is better. It'd be very weird to have your ride off into the sunset and then, oh yeah, um, all geared. and then like go <laughs> back and do that. You know? Oh yeah, there's a prince in the sewer I have to kill. <laughs> um, you know, so this this is the end of the story. I you know, and and we'll get into uh, where we fall on it as a goodbye.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, ah. Yeah. Um, and we, you know, we, in the past you have talked about it as very definitely the end of Geralt's story. Uh, mm-hmm. I like that they don't force that to be the case. Like my oh, Geralt, yeah. my Geralt is for sure going to die with his boots on.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. I was really into giving my Geralt his retirement. Oh. So yeah, very different Geralts. Like I was just very like, yeah, this is, this is very sweet. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, I was won over by the sweetness of it. Yeah.
1: I, I, still oh, had, I still, I still had sweet. There, there, there was still sweetness to it, but I did not have, uh, I did not have Yennefer to tie me down. So,
0: oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Since Yen is Yen is my girl, oh, yeah. Uh, she showed up. That's the thing.
1: Um, so this was received really well, just like the rest of Witcher three style stuff. And mm-hmm. you know, uh, all those people are working too hard on Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. So we're probably not going to see more Witcher. Yeah, for a while anyway.
0: Yeah, this is, I mean, I, I think that they um. You know, th- this should probably be the end of of it. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be, but I don't really think, you know, I think that this is a really good capper. Yeah. You know, between things, and I would be interested to see them move on. And they're doing that, um, Gwent, um, you know, RPG game. Like, oh yeah. yeah. The world of The Witcher,
2: mm-hmm.
0: which like I mean, you know, I think is fine. Um, I would actually be okay, but I I don't really need to play more stuff. So. I'm like kind of okay leaving this. Yeah, Cuz it's yeah. such a good ending and I felt so good about the experience and it never goes away like someday I will replay all these games mm-hmm. uh, because I like them a lot um and I'm happy to let them go. Yeah, same, you know. So, uh but they're they're doing other stuff in the world. They're not doing anything with Geralt mm-hmm. as far as we know. Um and uh yeah, if you like Witcher 3, you should play both the DLCs do um yeah there's this is this is a great
1: ending there's something to recommend both of them so i forget if we stated it specifically this first episode here is going to be about the main quest and the next episode is going to be about the side uh, side content which is abundant
0: yes yeah, yeah uh much more so than hearts of stone yeah which hearts of stone was focused mostly on the main quest and this is much longer i guess we should probably talk about that yeah um obvious it is because we're splitting into two episodes but this is like a 25 hour 20-hour expansion yeah this like, is this, this is this is significant whereas hearts of stone is like a nine-hour game
1: yeah hearts of stone is dlc blood of wine is an expansion
0: like a classic expansion like yeah. a like a classic
1: expansion classic
0: oh, classic like like uh like you would do uh like a like a like a real classic mm. you know <laughs> like a like a like a like a classic
1: yeah <laughs> expansion like, a, like an
0: old expansion like like right. the, like they used to do you know
1: oh man from the old days from old times
0: from the old days from old times like 1998 you mm. go into a babbage's and you mm. buy a box copy of the duke nukem expansion mm. and it's classic yeah. you know it's like that kind
1: yeah you, you walk into the babbage's it has that weird sawtooth shelf design and it smells yeah. like chinese food and weed
0: Babbage yeah. is, is classic
1: is <laughs> what we're
2: trying to
0: say. Uh, <laughs> like, Get it through your heads, listeners. Babbage is classic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so.
1: Now what Babbage offer offers over software, et cetera, aside from focus is
0: yeah the focus is the big thing cause <laughs> I don't I don't like going into stores that have you know just kind of end with whatever like I don't go into a bed bath and beyond what the fuck what's that mean you know
1: Home Depot like, or uh, some shit
0: yeah oh yeah yeah exactly like I don't know what else what, I don't know what beyond entails I don't know what et cetera entails yeah you know? That's why a GameStop is nice because it just says like it's game and then to stop, And that just means we're gonna sell all kinds of garbage. Like <laughs> thirty percent like games and then just trash. <laughs> like, you know, here's just a big pile of Overwatch branded shit. Yeah, the 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 it's Funko non-classic.
1: The Funko shelf is metastasizing.
0: Yeah, and you're just breathing slowly. <laughs> you know, it's like each Funko just kind of like slowly pushes out into the real world and then recedes back into its womb wall like i think i think
1: think this season of monster my podcast is getting to us
0: but expansion is the point expansion expansion it's a classic expansion like it's huge yes uh so just know that you know your your 20 bucks (laughs) or whatever goes a really long way like it is it is a good value proposition absolutely yeah
1: Um, um so why don't we get started
0: yeah. It starts off with the hilarious like the name of this I think is just very funny. Um and I can't get it out of my head. The first I don't know how I'm get, supposed to say it. I, I know I was supposed to say it. It's just extremely weird. Like you go you go to a notice board, uh it tells you to go to the stonecutter encampment and it starts the quest, uh envoys, wine boys. All right, there are two so- kinds of people in this world, Geralt. You get you got envoys on one hand. And they're like this.
1: <laughs> envoys drive like this. Yes,
0: yeah. Whereas wine boys, wine boys drive like this. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? Like, it
1: is very weird.
0: Envoys, <laughs> comma,
1: wine boys. So, yeah. So, 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 I, I don't know if it's supposed to, like if this is a non like a non enumerated list like both envoys and wine boys, um, mm-hmm. or if it's like a time gentleman please thing where it's like envoys wine boys. <laughs> I,
0: so the wine boys who show up are both. Wine boys and envoys. Okay, <laughs> so it's referring to the same people. Okay, yeah, you know? um, it's just a really weird structure. Yeah, to it. I'm
1: looking envoys? at the. W- I'm <laughs> looking at the wiki. I I, wow. I I absolutely need to look at the wiki, Gary, uh, because um, oh boy, uh, I cannot believe that this is not a reference to something that I that, that is just going over my head.
0: There are a bunch of things that are yes. Like this, this DLC is extremely reference heavy. There's a bunch of weird Bowie stuff,
2: <laughs> um,
0: including one extremely deep poll, which we'll get to next episode. I was just like, huh? Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, that that is a deep pull, guys. Yeah. Um, but this is this just seems like a reference to the fact that they rhyme, mm. kinda. <laughs> you know, so the, uh, it works the, on one level. CD Projekt Red's legendary love of approximate rhyme. <laughs> um, yeah. So anywho. Um when you show up there, two knights from Toussaint in this kind of garish armor, immediately they're they're signaled as, as being from a different world, this very beautiful, colorful armor. Um are promising to help some the these villagers, um, these kind of reluctant villagers because they're having bandit attacks. Yeah. And Geralt knows them. These are people from the books premiere. you know, I assume. Yeah. Uh people old friends of his, uh Palmerin and Milton.
1: Yes. Um and they have no idea. They're very naive about the way bandits uh work in Velen, right? um they think okay we're going to help them and that is going to be it whereas in reality the villagers see violent men with armor and swords and think okay you're going to be worse than them
0: yeah yeah and you can actually avoid this fight if you can you can persuade them of that right you know that these bandits if we take out these bandits, they're just gonna be replaced by worse worse bandits yeah and you can you can uh Pelmarin and Milton won't like it, but you can talk them down. Right. Uh, that's yeah. I just read that online. That's not what I did. Right. Instead, uh, they said like, "Hey, they want to, um, you know, we want to kind of reform them first, <laughs> uh, make the pleas of chivalry, and then uh, the bandits, of course, don't respond well to that." And Right. I t- be- because <laughs> I to play I- my girl just kind of be amused by
2: this shit.
1: <laughs> I, I can I can either have chival- chivalric values or I can have some food to eat tonight. So. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah the v- 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 Velin is a different world son yep. and like this entire thing is about underlining that yep um, um so the fight yeah uh not before there's a little bit of ridicule um and these bandits are incredibly high level it's it's kind of ridiculous but we talked about that before this is end game content beyond end game and after all this gerald gives a strong i told you so yep.
0: yeah yeah uh, we find out why the envoys are there and also why the wine boys are there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it turns out they are one and the same. They're there because the uh, Duchess Anna Henrietta has sent them to request Geralt's help because there's a beast in Doucet. Yes. Um, and there's this really weird, again, weird references, right? <laughs> right. They show them, uh, he shows them the sketches. Of the beast that they made, uh, several of which are Slenderman. Yep, <laughs> uh, which is like the Nade super well CD project, right? Like, uh,
1: yeah, uh, you know, it was, it was people died, and there was that bad movie playing and kind, yeah. of, kind of kind of weird. We we yeah. ventured into the fourth channel. It is a post yeah. board. <laughs>
0: yes, it is. It is this. Eat these spooky noodles. Carol, and learn <laughs> about the beast that we've who brought you to fight <laughs> spooky, um spooky
1: noodles is a terrible restaurant name yeah like huh? <laughs> the, um, the, uh,
0: so the, the idea here is they, they think he's a, a shapeshifter because nobody can agree on what he
1: looks like right um and these murders happened in impossible times and impossible ways like at a feast in public you know somebody just disappeared from the middle of a the crowd uh, they they set up a locked room mystery that never pays off which i felt really salty about um, yeah I, I think
2: it's
0: <laughs> presumed that because uh uh, Della can turn into smoke or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. You just got in there, you know. I <laughs> this is not the straight. Like this is one of those things where they introduce a straight putt that might be more interesting than the curveball they throw. Mm-hmm. You know, at least a little bit. Like going through and kind of solving these, as opposed to finding the very seven esque mystery at the the heart of them. Yes, Definitely. it
1: is, it is incredibly seven. Um, yeah. and Geralt uh is wondering what's in the box, so he accepts the contract. And, you know, if not just to go back to Toussaint and see what's up. And you
0: get this, this awesome little title screen as you, you cross the hill and see, you know, the, the, the game is very confident and like, hey, look how pretty this is. Yeah. You know, which I really like. Yes. Well, um, and we're immediately again given another little, you know, uh, telling us the tone of that because when we arrive, uh, we have a, a knight who is uh, charging towards a windmill. Mm-hmm. And then the windmill <laughs> burst open, there's a giant there. So we literally have a knight tilting at windmills. Right. <laughs> right out the bat. Like a little bit of salty there, guys. Yeah, like it is very much like these people are are fools who are blinded by a code.
1: Yes, um, this beast—it's not Goliath. That's just my autocorrect. I need to turn that off because it's fucking us up. But it's a big giant uh, that has a barrel over his head. Yep. Uh, so it's and, Goliath is the is the name of this guy.
0: Yeah, uh, and there's there's cool little stories behind the monsters because Witcher three, right? Like right, they didn't right. uh, forget how to do that. Mm-hmm. Um so this is supposedly a uh, a knight who broke his vows who because of that he was punished by the Lady of the Lake. Um which we will run into uh later, which is super cool. Like mm-hmm. it is uh, this is cool foreshadowing.
1: We'll run into it again because uh Geralt saw her in Witcher One.
0: Oh yeah. Yep, yep.
1: Yeah. Um but yeah, he's here and there's a trick to this that I read about. If you shoot him in his one exposed eye, he will die immediately.
2: Oh.
0: Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> The, the, this DLC is really trying to get me into crossbow. I know, it's right? going happen?
1: <laughs> except yep. except when there's a griffin and I remember that tutorial fight against a griffin. Yep. Um yep. yeah. Um the the,
0: the the knight who's fighting the the giant is this guy uh Guillaume.
1: Guillaume. <laughs> Guillaume. uh like Guillaume. a like a fr- francophone Guillaume. version of William. Guillaume. I'm
0: not going to pronounce anything right cuz it's fine. uh they're not names I know.
1: So Yeah, I won't correct you but uh I'll I'll help you if you if you ask for it. Okay, uh, and right, I will right. also pronounce some of them wrong. So Okay. Uh but yeah, I I know Guillaume because of uh because of King of the Hill. That is ah, uh yeah. th- th- that is how Gilbert pronounces Bill's name. Ah yes. Yeah. Guillaume de la Tour uh Deutrieve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um yes. So this is Guillaume. He is an incredibly uh uh let's say reckless knight. This is the man whose life you destroy. At least I did because I fucked up one of his side quests real bad. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like he 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 ends up a raving drunk on this, on a street corner in my in, in my game, yay! <laughs> um, the uh
0: the the fight is kind of worth talking about too. If you if we don't auto end it, um, there are kind of like there are cyclopses and stuff we fought, mm-hmm. like slightly smaller giants we fought in the mainland. But one of the things we we didn't talk about in generalities, but it's true, is the the other kind of failing of the main game that seeks to redress is the lack of enemy variety. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of monsters that are introduced in this. And they're mostly good. Um, some of them are annoying to fight, but most of them are good. Right. And this giant is really good. Like, he does, uh, even if he, it is, if we, I don't think we fought a giant quite this big in the other games. But this guy has this, like, twirling move that he does where he, he does this kind of spin it to win it mm-hmm. kind of thing where you have to dodge a little bit longer than you think. Like, it is a good fight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, if um, you don't do the, the cheese way.
1: Yeah, and it's neat because you have, uh, you have company. You have help. Usually yeah. Geralt uh, is going at these things alone. Yeah.
0: Um after you take down the giant, uh you can either give the trophy to the knight or take it yourself. Uh which there's still like a real problem in a variety of uh trophy effects in this. It doesn't do anything new. You You can have a cool giant head hanging (laughs) off of your buddy. Um the uh the the knight tells you that the monster is actually struck again. Yes. This is uh this is good timing. (laughs) Um you know, it just
1: happened. Yeah. So you go down to this little fishing village uh and check out uh, a scene down by the river um mm-hmm. the body is gone it was originally found uh in the nets uh and while you're looking here you're attacked by another new enemy these scurvers uh or it's... as i have them in the notes here spiky boys
2: mm-hmm. um,
0: yeah. these, these are uh similar to drowners or other kind of necrophages we have except they're when they're ready to die they explode
1: yes do <laughs> spikes yes they're like uh the iron maidens a little bit from re4 yeah. if they exploded. So you go down river and check the nets, and you find a bloody handkerchief that's uh, embroidered DLC, which is a very funny joke. I like that quite a bit.
2: Pretty
0: cute,
1: yeah. Um, Um, With this, when you ask about it, yeah.
0: Yeah, When you ask about it, they they, it's like no, this would be uh, Delacroix.
1: Yes, Uh, and Delacroix Delacroix or Delacroix, I don't know Um, that 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 fizzy water. The fizzy cockroach water has messed me up. Um, uh, De- Delacroix, he says, uh, he uh, he was killed for the vice of greed. So again, DLC Ooh. and greed and such.
0: Yeah, well, we, we don't we don't know that he was killed for that just yet, but we find coin stuff in his mouth.
1: Yes, he's got a oh, he's got a big old coin purse and stuff down there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, we we talked to the fisherman who found the body, and he says, "Hey, the guards took him to a nearby vineyard so he wouldn't rot like in the basement." Yeah, of there and uh, we can kind of talk around, talk to the the villagers here they think that the beast is divine retribution for straying from the the these virtues from the old ways. Mm-hmm. Um the attacks happen on days that honor patron saints
1: for the greater good. Yes.
0: Yes. Yep. <laughs> and and we see a, a weird uh clearly you know a vampire right from the start. <laughs> woman woman uh walk in This turns out to be the, uh you know somebody says it's the innkeeper's daughter. Uh she watches us and leaves and then disappears. Yes. Um, so then when I talk about this game, kind of taking, um, setting up a thing and then subverting it, this is the first one Mm -hmm. where like, you think you're going to go do some Witcher detective shit, Mm -hmm. you know, like I'm, I'm on the trail. You don't expect to actually get interrupted as somebody is fucking with the body when you go to the vineyard.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so this vineyard has been repossessed by the by the duchy. This is Corvo Bianco. Uh, spoiler: This will be your home. Thanks for the mm-hmm. thanks for the murder thanks for wine. Blood yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> thanks
0: for the blood basement duchess. <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, like there's a massacre here. Like you know, something terrible has happened uh, where this body is kept, uh, and the signs that we look at point to a new kind of vampire that we haven't fought before—a Bruxae. Yeah, um, and
0: brookses. Um, I, I I'm not always in the habit of reading the uh, monstrous manual entries. Mm-hmm. For everything, the Bruxay's one are really is really cool though. It's like if you walk in the woods, be aware a time when you can hear multiple birds chirping at once because mm-hmm. that's how you know a brooksey is near. Yep, and that's such a cool detail because I've never really noticed that before. Right. That uh, whenever I hear a bird, it's always like two birds talking to each other. and It's the same kind of bird. Mm-hmm. I never hear like a, a starling like yelling at a crow.
1: <laughs> He's explaining
0: a joke to a robin or whatever like <laughs> right. it's always just one kind of bird right you know um but yeah that, that's uh that's that's how you know what bruxay is about
1: yes uh and bruxay are sexy female vampires uh who <clears throat> always fight naked oh yeah yeah
0: yep there's a there's a real uh regrettable sex scene that you can get in this this dlc that's in the the land of make-believe Ugh. It's it's a rough one <laughs> yeah i, I was so, like oh yeah i forgot about this aspect of this series. <laughs> the series um, i want to love you with my whole heart um,
1: yeah. but i have so to hold something I'll back it, i'll tell you about it yeah please yeah go. I'll, I'll tell you about
0: it the um i watched i didn't actually so my my Geralt is is loyal to yennefer but i looked it up i was mm. like oh is there really not a sex scene in this and then i looked it up on youtube
1: yeah so um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know, so the, the, the Bruxay is that dog, da- that, that woman who was watching you, know, the innkeeper's daughter in quotes. Mm-hmm. Um, and you fight her off at least a little bit. She doesn't die immediately or no. I don't think
0: we mentioned that she showed up. Like when oh, you yeah. go to the cellar, oh, um, yeah. you find that you find the Bruxay actually eating the body. Right. So yeah. Then, then we, we do a fight and it's a new fight and this, these, these are, these are good fights. Like yes. she is a, an agile, like she disappears. Um, she kind of teleports around. It's real good. Mm
1: hmm. Yep. Yeah, um, and I forget, was Black Blood in the original game?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. It's useful for for any kind of necrophage because if they try to eat uh, eat your blood, it hurts them. mm okay. uh, so So uh, you have this since you're going to be fighting a lot of vampires, it's very useful here. Yeah, Because whenever they attack, they take damage.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, so you take care of her, and you can inspect the grisly waterlogged body of Delacroix. Um, mm-hmm. the throat, like we said, has a sack filled with floor and stuffed into it. And the bones are cut clean through. Like they're not broken. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and the kind of beguiling aspect of this is that there are three hands present when mm-hmm. I'm led to believe not a doctor. Normally people don't have two, or <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> normally people only have two.
0: And one of the, one of the remaining hand, the extra hand is kind of animate. Yes. Which is super cool. So we, we assume that's why the Bruxa came, uh, mm-hmm. and we take that with us.
1: Yes. um,
0: when we head outside, uh, we talked about we, – we run to, to Palmarin, um, and he is telling these kids about you know stories. There, he's outside of the, the – when we when we head over to him, he's not at the, uh, the Corvo Bianco, mm-hmm. um, on these tourney grounds, which is going to be a, a centerpiece kind of major part of this DLC as well as this tourney,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, telling these kids. It's kind of cute.
1: Yeah. Like, you know, he's, they... he's just explaining, and then, and then he went into the woods and killed the bad guy because he was bad.
0: Mm-hmm. And the the kids are like, you know, and the kids have these adorable little French kid accents that uh, <laughs> this is weaponized later to great effect. Uh, but I can't, I can't do. But it's like, you know, does, does virtue always triumph over villainy, Mister Witcher? You know,
1: um, <laughs> does virtue always triumph over villainy? I'm going, I'm going to provide a, a a translation for you. Just, just, just pretend like you're chasing a red balloon. Okay. Yeah.
0: Ah, uh, does virtue always triumph over
2: villainy?
1: <laughs> and you have you have an option. Yeah, you, know, you you have an option to try and break their brainwashing. Uh so you can either say yes, always, or no, the world is harsh. Uh whereas mm-hmm. I did, you know, probably the, the sensible one, which is, you know, sometimes, but uh, it's not all about winning. Sometimes it's good just to be good because good people attract good people who can be relied upon. I can't imagine someone getting to this point in the game where
0: they just say no to that, like because like, the game you do get a lot of role playing options in this. Like you know, Geralts are different uh, between players, but it's like there isn't really a villainous Geralt. Yeah, you know that that is that's within the bounding box of the dialogue that's provided. It feels yeah. like
1: there there, there there doesn't seem to be a Geralt who is so absolutely cynical that he would that he would like shit on a kid's idealism in front yeah, of a knight. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, pretty rough stuff. Yeah, so yeah, I, I said that maybe one as well because yeah, it, it yeah.
1: makes the most sense,
0: and it's the one that's true.
1: Yeah, <laughs> um, it's the one that's borne out by the other themes of the game, right? Yes, <laughs> like,
0: yeah, and the themes of living. Yes, um, yeah. the uh, the themes of being a person and and existing in history. <laughs> yeah, the um, the ultimate expansion. The, um, <laughs> so when we get there, um, they're they're doing an event, that's kind of pre-game for the the tournament that's going to come later. Yeah, um, where they found a Shalmar, which are these big armadillo-like creatures. Right. Um. And they uh, they tie like pots and pans to its tail to make a noise to make it crazy from the noise, right? Um, and stuff. And they're just like, oh, you know, we're gonna slay this beast. And Geralt's like, this is probably a bad idea. And they're like, well, you kill monsters all the time, and you can <laughs> uh, react to this how you will. And I'm, you know, my my girl doesn't kill animals for no reason,
1: mm-hmm. you know. Yeah.
0: Um, and and kind of pushes back against this. And of course, you try to be right because you know you're not a monster expert.
1: Yeah. And also like it, uh, later on, it, you know, it, it comes to fruition. Like you're not just, you know, it, he's not just saying that for idealism reasons because yeah, and bear baiting is wrong. It doesn't matter if the bear's a big, a big armadillo or not. Uh, but yeah. like armadillo well,
2: baiting. Is wrong. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, except yeah. if they have leprosy, then bait them and get them to a hospital where you can treat them. Yeah. I don't know Maybe, if you can cure yeah, leprosy,
0: put, <laughs> put some, put some, some armadillo food in the hospital and hope they walk into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: um, but, uh, no, no, I just kind of like, Hey, what if that thing jumped into the crowd? Like a bunch of people could be dead instead of just having one injured knight.
0: Well, yeah. And yeah, and you can, you can go at it from multiple ways, which is yeah. the, the, you know, the good dialogue of this game, because you can just say like, it's wrong. How would you like it if that happened to you? But you can also go from a practical right, right. argument, which is like, you know, this guy could, this fight could go really badly and hurt people, which is mm-hmm. exactly what happens. Yes.
1: Um, yeah.
0: you got to jump down to save him yep. because, uh, he gets, uh, the, Wait, the blindfold falls off no the the pans fall off?
1: Yeah, like, the, like that, yeah. Yeah. So so he doesn't have like the uh the, the, the bells and such distracting him and he can go straight for Gayom. So yep. yeah, Yeah, and you have
0: to come down there and fight.
1: Yeah. Uh I think this fight is just a little bit annoying because this this new enemy, the Shelmar, um, is a little bit like the giant centipedes or the Arcuspores, which are mm-hmm. you know, let's change up the rhythm of of the fight by having them be mostly invulnerable. A lot of the time.
0: Yeah, I don't know if um, I wonder if this had to do. So that, that's what he does when you uh, Yurden him. Mm. I believe he goes into the thing. I wonder if because I didn't find him to be invulnerable too much at the time. Mm. Um, I think that's what what he does when uh when you confuse him or when you Yurden him. I think he goes in he always goes into the ball. Mm. He'll go into the ball regularly. Um, you know, from time to time, anyway. Oh, I, I but just, I didn't find him in the ball too much.
1: Yeah, I, I found that in order to do any kind of damage, I had to, um, I had to him. I had to to do the force push against him um, or throw a bomb at him uh, okay. to, to to make him vulnerable. Otherwise, otherwise he wouldn't actually, um, yeah, to t- take take an appreciable amount of damage. It was like scratch damage.
0: Yeah, I, w- I was ardent in general as well. I think that that might be part of it, where it's like uh, it makes it seems like it makes sense to trap him because he charges, mm-hmm. but laying down traps is like in this guy it subverts that like yeah yeah is no, it just I, gonna make him go into invulnerable mode
1: yeah i definitely didn't have him do that i you know and it's another matter of like you do the most damage when you goad him into charging uh but yeah. like that just depends on okay like is the is the ai going to come up with that as the move it's going to do like you're just gonna yeah. have to hope that it, that it gets there I, I just, one of the
0: other it, things too with the, this guy is that you don't um he has a thing where he digs in the ground and, and throws rock shards and mm-hmm. i had to remember i can block yeah, because I never block in this game. I only dodge mm-hmm. and uh, you, you can't really dodge those. Yeah. So I was like, these are the things fucking tear me up. And then I was like, <laughs> okay, I need to be blocking. Yeah. And, and blocking is really uh, useful and, and powerful in Witcher 3. I always mm-hmm. forget about it.
1: So. Yeah. Um. It's been a year since we since we talked about this, but I want to remark on it. How great is it that there are two kinds of dodge in this game? It works
0: really well. In it this is game.
1: so good.
0: Like, I'm still I'm still worried about Sekiro doing it, but uh-huh. I think that it works really well in this game. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah the, the this uh playing through the dLC this dLC again reminded me that I really do like the combat uh, mm-hmm. in this series specifically um fighting lots of dudes, especially with the kind of upgraded moveset that I got. Mm-hmm. um fighting a huge horde of humans was extremely satisfying and fun, yeah uh, for me. Yeah. The um, I didn't have a particular problem with this guy. There are other monsters that come later that I do think yeah. suck. I don't know
1: that had a pro- that had a problem with it. I just got just bummed out by the, by, by the uh, additional friction that was provided mm-hmm. here that didn't feel like fun friction.
0: Yeah. It takes it takes longer. Yeah. It's a, it, it's a long fight. Um. At the end, you can either kill. You know, you choose to kill the Shelmar or spare it. Um uh, I spare it because I like animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this. You know, they say uh, I was expecting them to like freak out about that. Uh, but they say like no. You know, it's always the winner's right to do that. Um, and this gets you the name Geralt the Merciful. Yeah. Um, this is useful because there's a side quest in the next thing where you have to exhibit all five of these virtues. Yes. And this is an easy way to get the mercy virtue.
2: Right.
1: So. Yeah. Um, so this gets you, so this gets you your introduction to the Duchess and her retinue, all of her ladies in waiting and such. Um, and, uh, she also introduces you to somebody who seems like he's going to be a real problem for you, but ends up being real solid. Uh, Damien de la tour, um, yeah. who is kind of her captain of the guard.
0: Yeah. It's very, it's very much like the, the, the police chief when the <laughs> FBI comes in, right. You know, like, uh, you know, Oh, you have no jurisdiction here. Like, Oh yeah, I do. You know, it's <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, huh. he doesn't end up to, you know, being not necessarily a more complicated character, but a less like antagonistic one yeah. than you think. There's this whole – this is when you're given the deed, and there's this whole thing for, like, that which is given but which is not expected
2: mm-hmm.
0: or whatever. Like, I, the phrasing of that, is, I think, is impossibly awkward, Um, and it's, it's a real thing from, like, Witcher culture in the books right. and in the, the previous games and stuff. I hate the phrasing of that. I think it's really <laughs> dumb. I think that every time anyone says it, they sound like an idiot. Yeah. Um, It's very frustrating, and it just means, like – it's used later, too. It's referenced in the side quest where you get the mutations mm-hmm. um, where somebody's son was taken to be a witcher. Like they yeah. took that that which is offered but is not expected but then is also invisible. Right. Or however they, they say it. I can't remember <laughs> right. the exact phrasing of it. But I hate it. I yeah. think it's really awkward. They should have just called it like the right of and then one word. Yeah, yeah. You know, or something like that. Like the flavor of that doesn't work for me.
1: No. But that's why no. you get a house. Yes. Yes. Like, just, like it's part of your payment, right you're going to get money um however there, you know we 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 have this tract of land uh has a couple of issues uh such as a murder yeah. seller um yeah
0: blood basement, <laughs> yeah, <blood> basement. <laughs> you also get you also get a nerd though to fix everything <laughs> yeah. it, it comes with one nerd so like yeah
1: um i so it it, it is pretty cool that you that that you get a nerd you can own a nerd mm-hmm. like like laura croft does um yeah. i, I it, it is neat to have a major domo. I don't know that I care for the fact that his name is basil faulty. <laughs> Yeah.
0: The, the, it's, I, I, yep. it's super mm-hmm. on the nose, guys. Yep. Pretty on the nose. Um but anyway, so you, you you do what that is invisible, who does not expect what <clears throat> yes, uh, yes. with her. And uh you start kind of putting together the pieces um about what these knights have in common. Right. Together. And uh the Duchess like the Duchess's character in this I think is not like she's a good character. I think that she could stand to be slightly more interesting. The one thing I like about her is that she holds her own and is very useful. Yes. Like, she is a ruler, but she's not sitting back and letting anyone do anything. Like, she is as instrumental in solving this, you know, as her major domo is. Right. uh, You know, or or as uh, Damien is. Mm -hmm. So she starts helping you puzzle this shit out
1: yeah she is relatively flat and I think that if they gave her a little bit more dimension or explanation that would make the ending work better for me I think
0: so too yeah like I didn't care about her very much
1: right uh, apparently you know people say that in the books she is uh,
0: a more major character
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, but I've also like seen conflicting reports where people are like no she's pretty boring in the books too so yeah she shows up in the books yeah I don't it, know if she is better developed
1: like she, she's she's pretty much universally beloved by the people of two in beauclair um i wish i would have seen why mm-hmm. you know <laughs> yeah like, uh so what's going on here uh this seven kind of deal all of the victims who have died so far there have been three uh so far they are older knights who have strayed from their duties in some way uh and so far they have been uh, associated with the five virtues right yep. so you know delacroix uh having the gold stuff down his throat uh, he was known to be exceptionally uh, miserly, right?
0: Yes, like non-generous. Yeah. you know. And because of this, you can kind of uh, guess who's, you know, some of the people are going to be next. Right. Um, they kind of figure out that the next person is likely to be Milton uh, for valor because uh, he has not been valorous. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a hunting ceremony that happens before this big tourney, uh, this hunt-the-hair game. And it's like, well, we can't. It's like, well, we have to find Milton immediately. We can't. He's dressed up as a bunny. <laughs>
2: um
0: <laughs> You know, so, uh, so we had to win this, this kind of, uh, this little contest here. Right. To, uh, to, to, to find out where he's at.
1: Yeah. Um, it's weird that, uh, Ana Henrietta does not know immediately where he is going to be. Like, again, they are all tied up in this tradition. You have to find the clues that will point to where Milton is at. So you need a Phoenix. Like, uh, Good.
0: I was, I was going to say I, I like that she doesn't know because of that it just yeah. shows that they're all playing this dumb game and people are getting hurt because of it and that yeah. happens big and small like that is a theme yeah, throughout yeah. the entire DLC is that these constructs of this society mm-hmm. like are doing way more harm than good.
1: Yeah oh when when I said yeah. it was weird it was more just like oh that's strange more so than uh, it doesn't mean I dislike it. Yeah.
0: Like it's, it's weird. It's weird. Geralt would think it's weird. Yes. Like, and and we think it's weird. I think it's dumb. Yeah. That that I have to go
1: rushing around the palace grounds to find a Phoenix egg and to to pull a a fake fish out of the river.
0: (laughs) Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you have to do that. There's a unicorn horn as well. Right. You have to get, those are the three things you have to do. And this will help you uh, find out where Milton is.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it it involves like they've got a unicorn with a, with a big old horn strapped to his head. Uh, and you've got to placate him with carrots. Um, And everybody is just shocked, shocked that you are diving into the lake to get the golden fish uh, (laughs) instead of, you know, doing the honorable thing and rowing out there apparently there's a um i was looking at i found this online if you uh if
0: you wait long enough somebody will get the golden fish and you just walk up and grab it from them <laughs> and then stop on it like right in yeah. the middle of their ceremony of uh being presented it which is pretty funny yeah
1: well i thought it was hilarious i stomped on it in front of people anyway and they were all like oh, yeah good good, good good goodness gracious
0: there's a whole lot of goodness gracious going on because <laughs> they didn't want to immediately you know when this first thing happens you say like hey we have to stop the game right and they say like no that's going to cause a panic right you know and they're right about that yeah um so when you have – then you get these clues, it, there's this, like, word puzzle um, that is actually kind of good mm-hmm. uh, to tell you where to go. Um, the, cl- the the answer is a, a greenhouse. Right. Uh, so that's where Milton is hiding. When you show up there, though, of course you are too late. Right. Uh, Milton has already been killed.
1: Yeah. Um, and you chase – or so Geralt chases the clawed dark man across the bay. Um, I say Geralt instead of you because this is all done in a cutscene. So, they show mm-hmm. him doing some, uh, like, Ezio-ass parkour across this bay and, like, running along the rigging of ships and stuff. It is a strange choice.
0: Mm. Yeah, it, it's not uh, – I'm surprised they didn't just do it as a chase. Yeah. Like a foot chase, which they do in this, this game. Mm-hmm. Um, when you get to where the uh, the beast is, you fight him uh, for a while. Um, you, can, I don't think you can lose this. Um, I think you only get experience if you win. I think that uh, Regis will save you. Yeah. Regardless. Yeah. Um, We get into this fight, and again, the way the game cuts itself off as kind of the structure thing is, you're about to deliver uh, the killing blow. Somebody warps in front of you, and it's Regis.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, For me, uh, he was about to kill me. He was about to like uh, put Hmm. his clawed hand through my chest, and uh, Regis appears right in front of me. It goes through his chest, um, and then you know, because he is immortal and a vampire, he shrugs it off like it's no thing, and he orders the (laughs) beast. Yeah, he orders the beast to leave. Yeah, which
0: again is a, one of those subversions? Like, well, he's talking to this thing, <laughs> and you you start talking to him. You you know, if you if you haven't read the books or anything, you start getting this history, um, you know, that the the two of you have right. And uh, he just says like, "Let me explain." Like, you know, I know this doesn't seem like it, but Delaf is acting normally. I owe that man a great debt for the sake of our friendship. Like, let's talk about this. Yes, you know. And Gerald says that guy's a murderer, and he says, "Well, your contract isn't to kill the murderer; it's to stop the killings." Right. So let's talk about that.
1: Yeah. Um. For for a little bit more backstory, because this was necessary for me. Um. It is brought to the surface here. You know, as an explanation. Uh, Regis is presumed dead. It's a huge shock that he shows up here. Yeah. Yeah. Um. He regenerated re- from like a pile of blood. He, he was a red smear against a against a wall. Um. And Detlaf yeah. was the one who um kind of nursed him back to health through this regeneration.
0: Yeah and this this all comes out later like this isn't stuff you have to um look up you right. know in books or anything like that like you can talk to Regis about this Yeah yeah it comes when out When you talk to him you can say like you know, hey I thought you were a red smear <laughs> and he goes no I was not a red smear Yeah um I got I got saved it's some Wolverine regeneration bullshit
1: Yeah um but, um, but, but immediate, uh, immediately yeah. Regis is uh charismatic uh he is he is uh genial uh gregarious mm-hmm. uh he is 100% solid friend
0: yeah. Yeah. And really great, um, you know, really great acting, mm-hmm. really great performance on this guy. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, I, I am. Uh, I'm very impressed with Regis and would again, I would do a game where it's just the two of them as roommates.
2: <laughs> and they <just> hang
0: out. <laughs> you, you can't uh, you can't have this out with Regis uh, right then um, because guards show up. Right. And Regis uh, Regis takes off because, you know, it's going to he's got a big gaping hole in his chest.
1: Right. It, it, uh, it would raise more questions than answers. <laughs> Yeah, and, yes. and Re, 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 Regis is uh you know, he's he's keeping it down low. Uh, nobody knows that he's a vampire, even though vampires are fucking everywhere.
0: Oh yeah. Weirdly yeah. enough, as soon as they introduce them into the game, they, they get back populated. <laughs> yeah. So um Yeah. So this uh we do a little bit of investigation there, but mostly we want to go talk to Regis and get some more information. This starts the uh the next quest La Cage Afo.
1: Yes. Um, it is hilarious. So Regis, he uh, is living into the stereotype he wants you to meet at the cemetery where he lives at, uh, which is Mare Le Chaislong, uh, which <laughs> yeah. I think translates to Sea of Couches. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's that
0: uh, Interpol song. Uh, <laughs> Grim tight. Regis has a thousand couches. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, yeah, you fight your way yeah. through a bunch of ghouls and reprimand readers Re- Re- for being so basic.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, you give him the hand, and you find out this is Detlaf's hand. Right. Um, which is kind of cool. It has this ring from their, their home world. Uh, and we can actually use this hand to experience Detlaf's memories, try to figure out why he's doing this. But we need to uh, brew this decoction called Resonance. Right. Um and, uh, to get this, you know, the, one of the things I like that this, uh, this DLC does a couple times where it like gives you, th- and they just did this with the, uh, the hair hunt as well, mm-hmm. where it gives you three tasks. And then one of your buddies takes care of one of them for you. Yes. You know? So it just feels like it's going to be a typical video game thing, but nobody's sitting on their ass during this. Like Regis actually makes himself useful multiple times while he's off screen. Yeah. And that makes the, you know, I just wish more games would do that. That just mm-hmm. feels really good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like it's fun to have, like friends are good because they talk, but also like you can see you mm-hmm. can split the duties and stuff too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and it doesn't mean that the player does less. Actually, you just, right. you know, plan for the player to have always done one thing and then just make up something that the other character does. Right. You know, I just really wish video games would do that more often. Mm-hmm. It's clever.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> so he's going to send ravens to go get some specimens of uh, this neurotoxin. Yes. For everybody, which which is, mm-hmm. uh which is pretty cool. You know, like Regis and his ravens. Like, you know,
1: <laughs> he's, he's uh-huh. got a network of spies. Um, and then after this, he's like, "Oh yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a trick that all of us vampires do." Um, and then after this, you like, did like the, the the game goes to great lengths and cinematics to like just pan over to a raven that is sitting on a on a yeah. post or something.
2: Yep. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs>
1: hello, is this Randall Flag? What's 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 going on here?
0: Um, so you, it's uh, the and do so you uh, you have time since the ravens are doing their thing, right? before you go so uh apparently regis has this famous mandrake liquor which i was just you know sure was a book thing Mm -hmm. he's like would you like to try this uh you know and have a drink and catch up and you can talk for a long time and this is like this is the best yes you know (laughs) this is so fucking good like i love this shit
1: yeah because like the, the the they are you know uh demonstrating genuine curiosity and care for each other you know, like, again, they, they, they are both these weirdos, and it's like, okay, well, you know, what's it like to be a vampire? Well, what's it like to be a witcher? Like, if you were given the choice to do something else, if you could be reborn like I was, would you would you do that, you know? <laughs>
0: like, it's, it's a real, like, late-night-at-Denny's kind of conversation between mm-hmm. two very uh, spectacular and unusual beings. Yes. And that's really interesting. And there's just, there's something about the writing in this game, like, the the relationships when this when it's firing when it's doing it really well they just feel very believable in a way that is just rare for games
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know like this it, just they, they just talk like friends they're like fantasy friends you yeah. know so it's not like they're talking about making rent or whatever right but in a weird way and it's not quite to the level but it's almost like a fan when it's at its best it's almost like a fantasy version of night in the woods yeah stuff like it's a different different tenor it's a different tone but the dialogue is also really, really strong and the relationships are very strong if you apply that kind of elevated fantasy mm-hmm. to it. you yes. know, And then it's just like, this is just that. It's just a scene where it's... And the, the developers are very confident in this. Like there, there are times when it's not like having to fight the ghouls on the way here feels like you haven't had a fight for a little while, so have a fight, no. you know? But there are ways that the, the developers are very confident. They know that the players are coming here for this. So they they give you plenty of opportunities just to like sit down and have talks yes you know and that's very cool like i really appreciate that because they're so good at it
1: Mm -hmm. um and this is a great uh you know it's very cool to see an example of male friendship weirdly Mm -hmm. enough that is not like uh, um mission-based or uh profession-based or centered around either conquest of women or uh you know just overt masculinity like they're just yeah. really solid friends who care about each other. It's 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 very good. Yep. Like Regis is not a great judge Super of character, good. but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's yeah. it's it's great to watch.
2: Yeah,
0: and ultimately, you know, and that the way that plays out mm-hmm. in the end, where he ultimately, you know, Garrett will say like, "Hey, if this comes down to it, whose side are you going to be on?" And he does side with Geralt. Yeah, you know, like the, I think I think it's really great that Regis is wrong about Death Laugh. Like spoilers yeah. for mm-hmm. like you know an hour and a half from now, but like Regis is wrong about Death Laugh. Like mm-hmm. Death Laugh is not the the good person that he thinks he is right you know um super cool like i really like it yeah uh the raven returns and found a source of this uh this toxin uh there's a spotted white nearby (laughs) and uh, we get the venom from gerald says no witchers hunted spotted whites to extinction Uh, like well there's one there's one left um you know maybe you didn't get them all ravens aren't idiots Uh, (laughs) so you head off to investigate
1: yes um uh head off to investigate this hunting lodge. It is a cursed manor that is festooned with spoons, and there are lots of ways that this can work out. I wish that I uh had gotten the other one. I imagine you got the other way this could work out so we can compare notes
0: i did I did both the first okay. time around I got a bad ending for mm. this the second time I got a good ending yeah uh for it yeah um so you you head through here I mean you do some fights on the there's some new fights as well there's a uh, bergists. Mm. Uh, you fight that are, like, upgraded dogs. Yeah, yeah. Um, Those are new to the DLC. I just want to mention them. They're yeah. not that interesting. But, yeah, um, uh, so as you're you're heading in here, you see all these spoons. You keep seeing this curse written on the wall. Uh, it says, you know, no spoon will ever sate you. Um, there's more to it, too. It's like no spoon will ever sate you. Uh, no company will you ever keep. Right. Um, never will you see your own re- reflection.
1: Yeah. So we find a diary. This white was once a young woman, uh, who was cursed by a beggar who she denied yeah. aid to, right? And the, uh, you know,
0: the only thing she knew about the beggar was that he was a mere salesman. <laughs>
1: so
0: that's our boy. Yep. Which is so, that's so good. Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> Thank yeah. you. As if the spoons weren't yep. a big enough giveaway. It's very good. Yeah. Um, yeah. But super, yeah, she, she started going through this, you know, horrible transformation. Um, And eventually her family left her and she is living in this hunting lodge. Um, suffering from uh, intense hunger that she can never satisfy. She took the curse literally. And so she has gone out and basically stolen or purchased every single spoon she can get. Uh, She's
0: she's taken every aspect of it literally too. Like, so she's obviously the spoons are the highlight, but there's a great little detail like where there's all these scenes of her forcing people to show up to try to dine with her. And there's like one, person where girl finds him, it's like, this person's teeth are knocked in like he was force-fed. <laughs> like, it makes this really excellent monster that, like, takes you, you know, steals your spoons, takes you in his house, and makes you eat. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, probably kills you in frustration when it doesn't solve the curse, right. you know? But what it, it's the kind of thing that, like, is a fairy tale that has a really cool kind of origin and explanation to it once mm-hmm. you know it. But it has the feeling of, like, a really awesome fairy tale. Yeah. you know the spoon collector or whatever it is it's it's the highlight of the dlc it happens a little early to be the highlight which is kind of a bummer but Mm -hmm. i think this is the coolest thing it does and it's it's great yeah like it's just a really it's really creepy Uh uh-huh like moving through the the house is extremely spooky yeah um there um you eventually you 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 see that she's going to be there um once you if you have the diary you can try to break the curse Mm -hmm. and you hide in a closet you wait for her to show up and when she shows up she is this like great mix of kind of pathetic and scary right like she's she has this little crown of spoons she's made like you almost get the sense of humor you know (laughs) right uh uh, from her and the way she moves is like very Mm animal-like uh she goes through and you can attempt you can either fight her um and tear out her salivary glands which like surprise surprise not the like the nicest ending no Uh, no. or you can try to break the curse
1: i want to talk about the fight because that ends it more quickly um and Mm -hmm. you know i want to i want to hear the way this goes because there are lots of quests that are knock-on effects with this um, but there,
0: there's, there's, there's really not, there's, there's, there's just one okay. and it's, it's, it's a quite the, the quest that's a knock on effect of it is a question. Okay. So it's it's almost <laughs> nothing.
1: Okay. Um, but yeah, so for me, I hid and then she attacked. I didn't either. I, 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 I failed a timed choice or something like that, or I chose a bad hiding spot, uh, you know, fought her a little bit and she ran away deeper into her lair. Now the actual hunting lodge, there are spoons laying around. It's very cluttered with spoons. There are spoon mobiles hanging from the ceiling Mm -hmm. and stuff uh what she runs to is a vault it's in the basement a vault that is full of spoons just like the, the entire floor just laden with them it's scrooge mcduck's vault except instead of coins it's spoons and you fight her in this she will burrow beneath them and occasionally Geralt will lose his balance and slip into the spoons like he's in a ball pit and be stuck oh, wow. and you, yeah, and so it's a new mechanic, like you know or or an additional wrinkle to this, and so like you you know just occasionally you will you it's like you're stuck in mud, you have to you know press buttons to get out, and you're vulnerable to attack, but yeah it is a it is a room that is so full of spoons that you can drown in them.
0: That's really neat. I, I haven't seen that because yeah. the the first time I did this, I tried to break the curse and failed. The second time, I tried to break the curse and succeeded. Okay. I never did the fight from the the start, so I've never seen that. <laughs> that sounds really cool. Yeah, it's, um, I mean it's it's the, a it's
1: a fine fight as these go. It's just like fighting another specter, or, you know, any of the undead enemies.
0: Yeah, it definitely seems like it would be like one, you know a template more or less. Yeah. Um, if you choose to break the curse, um, you come out. You 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 know, whoa there, girl. You you calm <laughs> down. You clicker trainer, <laughs> yeah. like uh like Chris Pratt. And then uh, you sit down and you have to break every aspect of the curse kind of in order. So, like, uh, you know, the first thing is no one will ever, uh, you know, you, you won't be able to get anyone to eat with you or something like that. So you sit down and you say, I'm going to eat with you of my own free will. Right. You know, like, I'm, you know, you don't have to invite me. And then the the thing that screwed me at the first time where it says, you know, and no spoon of like no spoon you own will ever sate you. The correct answer is to eat without spoons. Mm hmm. I thought – the first time I did I thought it was to switch spoons. Like it was like you eat with my spoon. It's not your spoon mm. then. to be then your But then it counts as it being – yes. And the, But then it counts as her being it being her spoon once you give it to her. So that causes a fight that happens like not in the vault. Mm. So okay. the uh, – if, if you don't break the, the curse that way. To break the curse, you say we eat without spoons. So you you suck down like the, just the like corpse sludge that she made for food mm-hmm. uh, just dr- directly out of the bowl like medieval times. And then the bottom of the bowl, she can see her reflection.
1: Weirdly at enough, she point, has Pepsi. She, Sorry, you said me. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, the, the, uh, yeah there was no Pepsi in Tucson, <laughs> Therefore, there is no Pepsi at Tucson. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry, but, but she point, sees her
1: reflection in the bowl.
0: <laughs> yeah, she sees her reflection, and she starts uh, smoking, and, like, magic starts coming off her, and she runs away. You have to chase her for too long. Like, it is kind of annoying. You mm-hmm. chase her for a very long time. And when you get there, she is just an old lady. Um, and uh, you t- send her back to Corvo Bianco. Mm-hmm. Um, rather than doing the side quest next episode, I'll just say what it is. Cause it's not really a side quest. Like you, uh, you go to her, you talk to her, you learn a little bit about her life, you know, and how hard it was. Uh, and she's just hungry. She's always eating cause she hasn't eaten, you know, she's been cursed to, and, uh, you can essentially have her stay on as your cook or send her into town to start a new life. Hmm. And the, the quest that you mix is like check up on her. Okay. So it's uh it's, it's pretty light content. Like it feels nice. It feels a little bit like, um, uh, Maybe you're going to recruit more people and they, yeah. they cut that off because you, you recruit a chef. Oh, yeah. You know, like, or, you know, and it would have made sense for other quests to be things where you recruited other, you know, needed people. Yeah. For the, the base. But this is the only one that happens as far as I know.
1: Hmm. I love that. So, I, lo- I love the twist on immortality where there is not eternal youth that she, you know, like just because she's transformed into this beast doesn't mean she stops aging. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's another uh, side quest that does a cool thing with that later too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like uh, that that's uh that's related. Yeah. So, um, super cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really great quest. Really great flavor. Classic Witcher. <laughs> uh,
1: so I harvested the salivary glands. I imagine you got you got her to spit into the into a vial like she was getting her genes tested.
0: I don't think you actually go. I think it just kind of happens. I don't think it, yeah. they show it. I think it just kind of <laughs> happens off <offspring> screen or whatever. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah, you actually, you, you scrape it off your dick. Uh, the, uh, the <laughs> like, No, I, I don't know, if that's bad. I'm sorry. I, I just, <laughs> it's fine. So, yeah. yeah. Nothing of that happened. So, yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, we go back to Regis and he says, all right, there's one problem. We've got the ingredients I talked about. There is one final one that we need, which is a compound from an agitated higher vampire. This is a problem yep. because Regis is a recovering addict. Witchers in this world do not need to drink blood, but once they get started, they cannot stop.
0: We're vampires, not witchers. Yes.
1: Okay. <laughs> vampires.
0: The witchers do not need to drink blood either. Yeah, but they once did. they get started, they cannot stop as well. Right. <laughs> right. so, it's, it's delicious. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool, it looks cool, it sounds cool, it tastes good. <laughs> right. <laughs> um so and you even say this like hey, you're a recovering addict. You can't you can't do this. And mm-hmm. he's like I you know, there's there's no really no other way. Right. To do this. And he's kind of insisting. Um this is a really great bit here though where you go to uh uh Tesham Mudna, which is this like vampire torture dungeon. That was here. He's like, this is this is the place that has uh, where you can lock me up and get me into this frenzy to get this agitated blood. Um, you know, this is the only place for it. And you get this awesome like walking through this torture zone and reading about human husbandry rituals and like <laughs> apocalypse <laughs> logs for how to get the best blood out of people. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And and you're with Regis, who is like you know not super proud of this. Yeah. You know, it'd be like explained. It'd be like being like an alien comes to Earth, and you have to take a tour of a plantation.
1: Yeah, yeah, taking to know? the 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 freedom museum at uh Cincinnati. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, it's a, a lot for us to yeah, answer. This probably.
0: was Auschwitz, like yeah, yeah, like you know, like as a as a species, we're bad.
1: Yeah, we're yeah. extremely bad. So we, 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 yeah. we 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 do we do not view humans as people. Um, I I am not I am not proud of this. Um, but, yep. but yeah, uh, so th- this place was kind of invented because uh, a, a higher vampire. Uh, if, if they kill another higher vampire, they stay, they, they stay dead forever. Um, and that yes. is anathema. Like, that is just not a done thing. And that comes back yep. to Byritus in a real bad way later on. Uh, so what they did to punish this incredibly bad vampire criminal um, was they locked him up in a big room, surrounded him with uh, cages full of bleeding people to tempt him with blood uh, that he would never be able to get to.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so that, that's why we go here. You can also, when you walk through here, you can get the uh, the armor from the beginning of Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, nice! With the cool, uh, you know, flutes oh, yeah. to it. <laughs> um, when you get there, uh, you put him in the cage. Um, you uh, you bait the tunnels, and monsters come in. And you kill the monster, and Regis starts going ape shit. Uh, <laughs> and they do a really good job of showing like how torturous this is,
1: right, for him. Well, he transforms. And, so uh, when we saw Detlef yeah. before, he was really bestial.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yep. And now we get uh, beast mode Regis. <laughs> uh and <laughs> this is really rough on him. Yeah. Like you uh you take the the thing from him, but he is uh just really really sick. You know, and you even say like, "Hey, maybe we wouldn't have done this if I knew this was going to be torture for you." Yeah. You know, uh and and he's just uh he's he's gracious about it cuz he's a good guy. <laughs> um you take the the toxin and you get these uh flashbacks
1: of the last past. Yes um specifically black and white flashbacks to um him going to this boot black kind of a street urchin boot black and the on the streets of Beauclerc. um we watch him murder delacroix stuff the coins in his throat and then interestingly he cuts off the hand that he did the killing with knowing it would regenerate
0: yeah yep you get this idea that he was not happy about it right they did the thing um, it's because he was friends with the person. Yeah. <laughs> like he was actually good friends with Delacroix, um, at the bootblack, And then, uh, you know, just the fact that he did it, you know, you get the sense they cast out his hand out of guilt in like a real biblical kind of way.
1: Right. Um, so. and the, the, the reason they became friends is because, uh, Delacroix showed kindness to Tetlef. Like another nobleman yes. tried to be like real shitty and cut in line in front of him. Um, and Delacroix was like, no, that, that's not going to happen. Like, come up here. Let's, let's mm-hmm. talk. Like, you know, yep. if you're going to kill somebody, it's generally not good to get to know them. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Yep. Um. So this starts. So it's like, hey, the boot black is our lead. Um. We head over towards the boot black. Some men are kind of menacing the boot black, accusing them of intentionally dirtying their boots, like dumping shit in front of their doors <laughs> right. every day. Um. I, uh, I
1: gave fight... them the benefit of the doubt.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you you shouldn't have because you fight him and then you meet this kid who is the second star NPC. Like, the two best NPCs in this are are Regis and this kid. Like, Uh this kid teaming up with Geralt and, like, going on adventures and stuff, like, I will play that game. You bring Geralt back for that. Like, I am way into this kid.
1: Yep. Um, He's he's just just an unscrupulous little shit. (laughs) Yeah, he's he's a
0: terrible little monster, a little businessman of the world. Yep. Um, He's real cute. Like, he's just got this very funny diction, like, the way he speaks. Uh, that is just very charming and good,
1: Tina. So, you know, you're kind of t- turning into a business monster. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, uh,
0: it's, it's super good. I, I like this kid. Tons. Yeah, the blue black is great.
2: Yeah,
1: but he I is, also he... love
0: um, just in, in terms of like Regis development is that Geralt is not good at talking to him, but Regis is. Yeah. <laughs> so like three times in this, um, we find out like Geralt is not good at asking this kid questions. Can't really speak his language. Regis comes along and like kind of takes care of it. Right you know he's just like much better at this
1: yeah well <laughs> regis also has a line on some really good boot oil that will increase yeah. his efficiency so he can triple his profits
0: Yep, yep. <laughs> very cool
1: but yeah he is absolutely dumping shit in the in, in the gutters i mean, like like yep. when, you, when you talk about the boot black later people like oh i don't like going to him my 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 boots always get messed up
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep super good yeah um he he will give you this information uh but he asks for 500 gold um you can talk him down but if you don't, it satisfies the generosity mm-hmm. uh, virtue for the lady of the lake later. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But there's there's multiple ways to do all those, which is which is good design. Yeah. So you don't lock yourself out of it if you don't, but that's one of the ways you can do it.
1: Yeah. Um, um. But he points you to Detlef's lair. So you know when he when he does uh, away orders, he leaves Detlef's boots by a red door down by the docks. Uh, this red door leads into a toy shop, which is a covered with crows.
0: Yeah. Yep. Uh, the door is locked. Regis missed up and gets inside, and uh, you get inside, and it's pretty creepy. Like nothing really happens here. Mm-hmm. It's creepy because um, it's a toy shop, and uh, upstairs you find a drawing of a woman on the wall, um, who you know Regis does not does not know. You think maybe he does, and you get a list of Detloff's victims, but it's not in his handwriting. Right. So Regis says, "Hey, you know maybe somebody's blackmailing him."
1: Right. You know, I, I I knew that he would not do this. Of you know, like this this is not the Detloff that I know. Um, yep. yeah. off
0: is Bucky and Regis is Captain America
1: and he's constantly
0: is. making excuses for him. That is
1: an incredibly good comparison, actually.
0: Oh, thanks.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the, uh, yeah. But I mean, that's what, that's what's happening. Like that's, yeah. you know, what's happening. Except for, uh, unlike in fucking the MCU, <laughs> like, Regis learns. <laughs> right. Uh, Cap never does. Um, and you actually, this, this blackmail idea is actually underlined. You find a letter. Right. I know a... that like, yes, he is being blackmailed.
1: hmm there yeah it's it's a ransom letter um they're holding someone that he loves hostage this woman named renawed um you know Mm -hmm. she ran away from him a long time ago because he got really intense but he's been carrying this torch ever since yep 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 yeah so
0: um on that ransom letter there's a spot of wine that's the only clue that you have so you go to the duchess to do a report she's like hey where's the beast we don't know she gets disappointed there's a little bit of that like you're not making enough progress tension mm. that happens uh, throughout this, this game a little bit. Like it feels like it's going to uh, play into that. It doesn't actually pay off, but there's always this feeling that like, actually this is a mover and shaker, mm-hmm. you know, uh, similar to similar to the meetings with the, um, the emperor in, in the main game. Yeah. Yeah. You know, where it's like, you know, like, I haven't, I haven't uh, found Siri yet. And it, it feels like, well, yeah, this person could just have me somewhere early executed whenever they want.
1: <laughs> right. I don't, I don't want a story. I want results.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, you explain that, you know, is a vampire um and they're like why don't you kill him and, and you're know, like well, we'll, we'll send my men it's like well you all your men will die you know that's mm-hmm. not how this works um and he's just like we want to talk to that laugh. they're very frustrated by it they just yeah, want you yeah. to kill him yeah that they want you want to you take to garlic
1: and you we know, lure him into sunlight they yep. go through all the all the exactly. usual stuff yeah
0: yeah uh, and that that's all fake
1: yeah you show them the list and the ransom letter um and they call over their sommelier to identify the wine stain uh gerald yeah. he does not believe that, that this could work it's just a small spot it's dry no the sommelier identifies it immediately he goes through the whole big list of like ah yes there are notes of black cherry and fecal matter um but it's yeah. sangrel a wine that is made specifically for the uh for the duchy table for the royal family here yes
0: yep and this ends up being like you know there's only one place so they the three of you go to, to the vineyard where it's produced uh, master Fabrizio uh, <laughs> is evasive when you get there. He's mm-hmm. the master of this this wine, this vineyard. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you go to the cellar, you uh, kind of go. Through, and this is kind of a little bit annoying. Like I feel like this is just kind of going through, it's, you know, uh, tasks.
1: Uh, yeah, I think I bit. think it's a little bit like uh, just showing you, like, hey, this is this is how wine is made and stored. Um, yeah, but, uh and, you know, you, which is
2: fine. I suppose. Like, yeah, I mean,
1: uh, but uh, you're not loving it, Cole. It's a little bit basic. Like, eventually, yeah. you just like, yeah. well, let's let, let's hammer the barrels, see if any of them are empty. Now, let's tap the barrels and see because you know they could have just filled it up yep. with something different. Now, one of them is filled with yep. swill, and that's because Master Fabrizio, uh, he is uh, he has been selling the Sangreal, this exclusive royal wine, under the table.
0: Yep to, uh, to a to specifically to a man who claimed to be a diplomat from Sintra. Yes. Uh, and they say, well, there is no Sintran diplomat in the court. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and there's a whole lot of just like, you know, how big a deal this is and this man being executed and stuff like that. Um, There's a funny thing. Uh, So I was looking – one of the things I like to do for these crunchy CRPGs is read the entries in the wiki after I do the quest because there will be – one, I want to see how things could have shook it out if I did different things. And two, I want to see references to the books, right? Right. So in this one, uh, on the – one of the wikis I read, there was this – uh. Internet nerds fighting each other about whether this guy deserved to be uh, hung for treason or not, mm. and you know you had the people, who, the reasonable people who were I'm like, so yeah, so tired." He sold some wine, yeah. yeah like, it was it was such a yeah it was such a microcosm of just internet 2018. Yeah. So you had like reasonable people being like, "Well, he sold some wine. Of course, he doesn't deserve to
2: be killed." And other people <laughs> are like,
0: "Well." You know, hold on there. That's actually the crown's property. And if you chew that without the, you know, that is tantamount to prison treason. Imagine if someone sold, uh, the president's, uh, plans. Uh, <laughs> what the to, fuck, to fuck are you country, talking and about? Billy's like, always... fine, you, you know, Goku Lord number nine. Like, <laughs> go fuck yourself. Like, this is so shitty. Like, when did, when did internet men get this bad? Have we always been this bad? I don't, uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah always. <laughs> like, yeah. I
2: guess
0: it's, just, it's extremely like, I just feel like there is this polarization and this idea that like, you know, the rules as, as a thing, uh, is just very, very, mm. you know, pervasive right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You, 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 you know what I like? Authority.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. I just love it. Yeah. I just fucking love, uh, I just want, like, I just want to lick the boot that's stepping on my neck. Mm, authority. And, and Everything get, about get, it. <clears throat> Yeah, every of course I should be killed for selling wine. <laughs> uh, that that makes sense. This is cool. We'd have a lot more law and order to uh, to the world uh, than in that case. Like I, did, I got very mad at the uh, the, the nerd and the, the the person who was on the right side of it was outnumbered. It was other people being like, no, no, I think that she has a point. And I'm like, you guys. Mm. I, I mean, I wasn't actually like that, but in my
1: head, I was <laughs> right. It's
0: like, I, I wasn't gonna like create. An well,
1: well, actually, it's in Witcher like, was, times, uh,
0: yeah 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 yeah' it's actually the trees are supposed to thing as trees in witcher times. Mm. Like go to hell. Um, I mean in as far as a fiction goes, like you know wine is supposed to you know wine is sacred is the name of the mission. like it is it's fine for it to be a thing in a fictional world. It's
1: just fucking you
0: know another way that Toussaint is bullshit.
1: yeah. like and is, so there, there's a little bit of this, right? where like they may be painting Anna Henrietta as um being especially cruel you know, and being, mm-hmm. you know, just lacking compassion in a way that feeds into kind of the final act of the game. Um, this is incredibly disconnected. It's not, it doesn't seem to be that much part of a pattern that would lead to this, it, you know, you know, just because every other thing that we see between now and the end is her being a beloved ruler. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah, yep, yep. I, I think that is possibly the idea yeah. behind it.
1: Yeah, so uh, we're looking for the Cintrin. Um, I really like how they set up the Cintrin as being this badass puppet master that we're going to be searching mm-hmm. for, and the way that he is dispatched
0: is very funny. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's doing that, that thing again where it just undercuts it. Yeah. Yep, yep.
1: Yeah. Uh, so we arrange another shipment, another illegal shipment, and we go uh, to wait. The handoff does go poorly, however— uh, and Damien uh, and and Damien and Geralt fight some scoundrels, which gives them some respect. They watch each other fight and like, "Ah, oh, you got some good moves. You do too. High five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: A little, a little bit, uh, a little bit silly. Yeah. There, but, but pretty fun. Mm-hmm. The, um so you you uh you end up at the the scoundrels or whatever the the handoff happens the, the scoundrels tell you uh where the the guy might be yes um you know you threaten you say like hey if you don't actually do this we're gonna use you as bait mm-hmm. um you file you kind of follow these leads and determine uh this is not just one person it's an organization right um, not just the sintron it's the cintrons or whatever
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, and the best way to find them is that there's going they're going to be uh, he's dating a lady an artist. Uh, who's going to be at this uh, fancy artist party? Right by the the Mandraga, which is the name of this organization, this the artist collective.
1: M- Mandragora. Mandragora. Yes. So. Yeah. Yep. Um, and this takes us into the man from Sintra, which um, every expansion, or at least every major area, should have a fancy party that you go to.
2: Um, yeah.
1: And this is it. So you get the optional quest to go buy the right clothes, um, which is mm-hmm. a little bit frustrating because you have to guess what kind she's going to like. Which by what kind? Besides yeah. by the duchess,
0: no, nothing happens if you don't. Though she just gives no. you clothes too. Yeah, so it's a little bit frustrating. But if you get it wrong, nothing happens. Yeah. Um, and you can buy a mask, but it's the wrong kind of mask. They want a masquerade grade <laughs> mask, and you come in with an animal mask because you're because yeah. you're uncultured.
1: <laughs> well, I already have the wolf mask,
0: so yeah. <laughs> um yeah, yeah you can actually have the bunny mask from uh you can if you go back and loot the uh milton oh yeah you can get his bunny mask and wear that there and you get a little commentary because that's a pretty dark thing to do <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, um, i'm sorry Carol, yeah. your mask is stained oh no
0: yeah yeah, yeah it's just whine. Well, it's just wine <laughs> um, okay so uh you know they say if you know if we find the centrian uh well, first of all we don't know what he looks like exactly but second like you know he's going to make us immediately so let's find his partner yes let's find cecilia and and we're at a party, like it's no Hearts of Stone party, but mm-hmm. it's still a good party.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, there, 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 there's, there's some fun art box stuff going on. Like, you know, there's, yeah. there, there, there's some mime that you can, that you can mess with. Um, <laughs> I forget what you do, but you just kind of like step on the rope that they're pulling, and they can fall down. Um, yeah. Yep. You, you, you throw it's paint, the- paintballs at a canvas, and have have to have somebody interpret your your emotions from it.
0: <laughs> yeah, which is super fun. Yeah. The uh, you know, and there's there's a pair of illusionists who do kind of illusion things and you can figure out uh what the, what they've got going on. Yeah there. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Um it's just kind of walking around. Ultimately you find uh, you think you find Cecilia because you find somebody you find out uh what she's wearing, you ask uh, somebody and they say she's wearing a specific flower. Um, you find a nude model who is posing who's wearing that flower. Yes. And uh you say like, Hey, you know, Cecilia, we need to talk to you and she says, No, Cecilia did her performance, I'm just a nude model. Uh, I caught the flower.
1: Yes. But we can um, get a trace of her perfume and follow the trail
0: from where she did the performance. Right. Uh, you find a heart-shaped box. Right. Um and when you go to her dressing room of course because the the kind of structure of this DLC you're too late. Right. Um you find her dead in a dressing room.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so this place this this collective uh, runs to, uh, belongs to somebody named Oriana. Um yes. and <laughs> we follow her there to the to, to the quarters. Oriana has gotten a hold of this jewel, the heart of the heart of Toussaint. Um and the Centurion was trying to steal it. Oriana said, nuh-uh, and pushed him out of window. We never even see his body. Yeah.
0: Yep, yeah, we yeah. Uh, you can you can go find his body if you want later. Okay, but no. he's pushed out of yeah. No. Oh. Yeah, he's down in the cliffs, like <laughs> um, but he's uh you know, she pushed him out of the window. Um so we end up having this kind of talk uh with and this is where it's doing that thing again where it it we spent all this time kind of building up the Sintren and we think this is going to be this time this crime uh, syndicate mm-hmm. but in fact uh this jewel changes everything. Yes. Um you know uh Henrietta sees this jewel and is like, "Oh, that's the Heart of Toussaint. Nobody would have that. Like okay. how did you get that?"
1: It's and an heirloom of the royal it. family. Like
0: yeah. yeah. Yep. Um you know the the Centrian was sent to recover it. Um so we're after actually after the Sintren's employer uh here. We take a look at the, the Citrine's knife that uh, uh, Oriana got, mm-hmm. and we we'll find out that it's the Master uh, Dunton of uh, Duntin Roderick, the Master of Dunton Roderick. Yes. Um, and uh, this is where we kind of get the the again this uh, secondary reveal where like all these targets have something to do with the Duchess, and the Duchess says, "No, you know what? My sister is involved in this. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> because so. she's the only one who would have that jewel."
1: Yeah, I never told you that we had that. I have an attic <laughs> sister. Um, we kind of kicked her out of the kingdom for being born on the wrong day. Uh, anybody
0: has a one in 365 (laughs) chance of getting kicked out of the kingdom.
1: Yeah. That's what we do instead of a purge. We do things a little bit differently here in Tucson. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but no, specifically the legend is if you are born during an eclipse, you're considered to have been born under the black sun. Um, and that is a curse. So it's like, you know, you are destined to be evil and Geralt, or maybe Regis, points out that like, oh, are they actually evil because of the curse, cool. or because you treated them like a what's that? Regis
0: hasn't shown up. Like this is this oh, is a big reveal. Shit. When you're having that conversation, oh, shit, Regis yeah. shows up with fucking Detlaf, and it's <laughs> right. like nobody can talk about what's going on. It's awesome. Like <laughs> it's really because again you think it's like okay, we're gonna go storm this. Ca- okay, it was a crime lord. No, it's not a crime lord. That's oh shit you know here's the guy i'm hunting
1: yeah you okay know, we so, just found
0: him yep found, you know, found him and,
1: and brought him to the scene of the crime basically um yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a real peter parker and the vulture kind of thing like oh yeah, yeah you're her right, dad huh, huh? That's, that's, see i can do yeah. mcu shit too
2: yes <laughs> welcome <laughs> welcome to days of future cast
0: um the uh that, uh, but it, it's a, uh, it's really cool. Like this scene is great because uh-huh. uh, the Empress is just like, oh, you're from, you know, and where I can't remember that last from, but like I used to summer there and they're having this extremely tense conversation and you see that Orlana knows Regis mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, I know her from quite a while ago. And it's like, oh, she's a vampire too. Fuck man.
2: <laughs> like there are
0: vampires everywhere and nobody can tell, uh-huh. you know, I know they're vampires, but the Empress is here and the Empress would just want them all killed. Right. You know, so you have this, like, you have to maintain this cool head and not cause this panic. Yeah.
1: Uh, it's um, it's a little it's bit
0: like it's a great scene
1: it's a little bit tidy how every question and answer has a dual meaning that is far more sinister than what uh than what uh yeah. anna and rietta <laughs> intends <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: yeah I, w- I would like to think that if i were ever in that situation i would ask questions with dual answers
1: <laughs> of course that could
0: be interpreted both ways <laughs> i should just start doing everything i say as if the answer could be the other person was a vampire and
1: oh yeah we're hiding it, you know yeah i mean it's a little bit like how, how you always be kind to a stranger because it might be an angel you know
0: yeah, Yeah. No. I'll always be uh, <laughs> menacing dodgy to, to a stranger because they might be a vampire.
1: Yeah, see? It, yeah. Works, it works both ways.
0: It works both ways. Cuts, it cuts, cuts like a knife. Yeah. Um, so this is this is a really great scene. Um, you know, And you are really mad at Regis too. There's a great part where Orlana goes to get some wine, Detlaf uh, is stuck talking to the Empress, which is tense. Mm-hmm. And then you go and talk to Regis and you're pissed at him. You're like, why would you do this? <laughs> and there's a thing where he's like, let me explain and you get to say like, no, I get to explain. Right. You know, this is you know, foolish as hell.
2: Yeah,
1: the, the, this, this is already, um, the, like, the, we are already walking on a knife's edge, and you're going to come in here and try and prove what exactly?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's just a really good little bit in their relationship. You know, again, playing into that, like, him being wrong about Dudlaf, like, right. him extending the benefit of the doubt farther than you should. Right. Because he owes him. mm mm-hmm. um, So you know you need to go to the, this castle. Uh. He says, Regis says, I will come and help. And is like, no, you know what? Dead Left can't be trusted, mm-hmm. you know, regardless of what you say. And we need both ladies there, you know, the sister and the blackmailer, uh, Dead Left's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. You know, we need them both alive. The only way this is going to work is if I go. Right. You know, like, neither of you vampires need to get up in this shit.
1: <laughs> yeah. So just leave this to the humans. I know you don't trust us, but it's okay. So you meet Damien. Um, this is a big fight. You know, again, it's been a while mm-hmm. since we've done one of these. Um, uh, but you eventually get to Roderick and, um, go around back over the course of this though. It becomes clear that Siana is just using Roderick. He has no idea. Well, well, what's that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. We, we run into Roderick. We fight him. Yeah. And he says, uh, he's like, no, I wasn't really told. Uh, so we don't, <laughs> you know, I wasn't really told who this was. We don't, we think Siana is possibly a prisoner at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I wasn't really told they were just using my, my place. Yeah. Like uh, I didn't know that there was a hostage.
1: Yeah, I, you know, she she convinced me to take in these sentry and mercenaries. Like none of this is adding up.
0: And as you uh, you head up, and at this point, we also have a chance where you can choose what to do with that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, like he's dying, you can let him bleed out, or you can save him. Yeah. Um, you get up to the upper walls, and Regis and Detlap show up. And it sucks that they they show up because you know it's going to complicate things. Right. But it's an awesome fight scene because they have this totally different move set, <laughs> and they're teleporting around and killing enemies, and it's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, I mean, this um, is the most enemies I've seen in a single fight, at least in my memory. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. The animation is really good. Yes. You know, yeah, uh, just like tons of enemies, and the animation between them is re- really fun.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, when you get there, we get to the uh, the tower. Uh, Delph reunites with Rana. And like Gerald looks around, and he's like, This does not look like a a prison. <laughs> yeah. You know, there here is a full craft of wine. Um <laughs> you know, Rena and Sienna are the same person. Uh um, yeah. Here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, so Sienna has been using Detlef for revenge. Yep. Um uh, <laughs> you know, A A not telling Detlef who she actually is. Um, and B, you know, just making him into a blunt, intru- blunt instrument of murder, betraying yeah, him in it, the process, giving
0: him the, uh, the, hit, the hit list. Yeah. And, you know, he did have feelings for her. So he, you know, does not take this well, you mm-hmm. know, again, Geralt did not want him there, right? Uh, you know, and he says like, you know, you have, uh, you have to, you know, to explain this to me. Um, you have three days to meet me at Teshamutna, um, or I'm going to raise Beauclair to the ground and teleports out. Right. Uh, and, right. uh, Anna's on her way as well like since her her knights were there and stuff right so she she shows up and uh sienna at this point uh is is still there this is where she gets captured right and we 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 tell anna you know sienna was manipulating the beast the beast is detlaf and she's like oh detlaf the one who i just met well fuck this (laughs) uh cut off his head we're like well you know we have we have three days you know we can do a lot in three days and she's like no you have three days to kill him
1: right um, and so that kind of set this set this out. So this is actually kind of a point of no return for the DLC. Um, I didn't mention that. Like when you're headed to this mission, it says, "Hey, you might want to go take care of some stuff." There's only one quest that goes away, but you're kind of trapped on some rails until everything resolves. Also, yes. the world changes a little bit. Like the city mm-hmm. is under siege by these vampires um, that live is controlling all of these lesser vampires, um, and it's like nighttime and dark. It's just a very different character for the world. While this threat yep. is. Uh, is is underway so
0: what what's kind of this here's where the structure of this thing kind of falls apart is apparently there are three days of searching for debt laugh that we just don't do right the screen fades to black and says three days later after <laughs> someone says you have three days to do something right that's pretty fucked up
1: uh-huh you know that's
0: not that's not very satisfying no. like you have three days to accomplish this video game thing and then three days later yeah you didn't accomplish it
1: <laughs> you know well dang
0: it just doesn't seem like something that would happen in the uh, in The Witcher Three. Like this feels like something Geralt would be capable of doing to me.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, so, because he's so competent it, in basically everything else, <laughs>
0: and, and it just feels like maybe like they just really wanted to do this this attack. Yeah, you know, and and couldn't risk heading that off, but it just it still feels hinky to me.
1: Yeah, um, but you know, you come back say, hey, um, we don't have that left. Uh, the people are already agitated because they want Sienna's blood, and Anna's protecting mm. her. You know, she's she's responsible for the death. Well, a she's cursed, uh, and B yeah. she's responsible for the uh, for the deaths of all these beloved knights. Mm. Um, you know, Anna choose choose Geralt out, and I have him talk back, basically yep. saying, "Just cut the shit." Um, and everyone's like, oh, "You've committed yeah. treason."
0: I think I think it's she says, um, you know, she starts, starts talking about fox hunts, and she's like, you know, you could send out dogs after after a fox, perhaps I, you know. And the dogs would have caught it, and you say, like, perhaps you should have sent out the dogs then. Yeah, or just, like, you know? um,
1: need I point out that there are some differences between foxes and vampires? The vampires, yeah. yeah.
0: <clears throat> and then this is cut off by a bloodied head rolling into the frame, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Like, I am so into it. Like, it's just like, oh, shit. Uh, and then the entire city is is being destroyed by vampires. Um, lesser vampires are killing everyone. Yep. Like, it is a massacre. Um, you know, which is, like, this is also an interesting thing uh this is a great scene as far as spectacle this is another problem with this dlc structurally in that uh if the idea is so i think it's actually brave that uh regis is totally wrong about Dalaf. like Dalaf yes. is an unrepentant piece of shit and cannot be saved
1: yeah he is not acting out of principle he is acting out of just sheer emotionality
0: yep and and this is this is the thing that crosses that line right like everyone else you know could arguably deserve it and if you do uh sienna's path um you learn more that they you know likely did Mm-hmm. Um, deserve it, but nobody deserves this. Right. Right. So but it is also the part where they tip the scales into being a villain that is irredeemable mm. and that doesn't feel very witchery to me.
1: No, no. You
0: know, the wild hunt was more of a force of nature and they uh, had these weird alien motivations and that yeah. kind of worked. But, you know, you want it. You want like an old gear. You know, mm-hmm. you want somebody who is understandable. Like I, I was happy to pass sentence on Old Gear, but I also think that it, you know, it was arguable. Like I had to think about it. Yeah. Here, I'm just like that laugh fucking sucks.
1: I, I so you know because aliens are <laughs> aliens because vampires are so alien in this world. I would have expected it to be closer to a wild hunt kind of thing. That yeah. like he he is driven by something that. You know, it, it, it has to do with the fact that he sees things on a different time scale, That he understands the value of human life to be different. No, he's kind of just acting like a really powerful, like Jilted teenager. Yeah,
0: yeah. And and they do they they play it both ways because they try to you know they say like hey uh, you know when you're talking to Dela mm-hmm. uh, at the scene at the uh, the Mandaraga you say like you know he says like well would you kill you know a monster. If it was protecting some somebody you loved, and you'd be like, "No humans do that as well, like I get it mm-hmm. so like the 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 general you know there's multiple different themes in this, it's still thematically rich, but the one that's about you know somebody's nature you know or about uh it's really weird because with Sienna, there is a message if you jump through a lot of specific hoops, she can deny her nature, right you know it's it's not her nature, it's not about uh her, but Detlef can't. Mm -hmm. And that's the idea that Geralt going through this whole thing and believing that some monsters can be saved because they're sentient and you can empathize with them and having that just be wrong. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's a message because there's plenty of times where it's right, but it's just a real weird urge to show that side of the coin, I guess.
1: Yeah, when so much of even the base game, you know, shows you that you can talk your way through things, right? Or around things.
0: That, that, you know, and, and even like Regis even says at one point during this where he's like, you know, appearances are not what they, they seem, mm-hmm. you know, like in Toussaint, uh, appearances deceive. They don't with laugh
2: <laughs> you know, like they,
0: they they don't with the primary antagonist. Right. You know, and that's they do because you don't know exactly what's going on, but he still ends up being unredeemable. Mm-hmm. And even if you had a choice at the end of this to spare him, if you wanted, well, I guess you actually can, you can spare him, but he did this. Yeah no matter what happens he did this and does not deserve to be spared right you know so it, it's just kind of weird it it's not uh, it's like something a lesser game would do mm-hmm. it's a, it's still good but it, it's it's not as satisfying as and as what i expect
1: it's strangely absolute series.
0: yeah so because this is this is a massacre this is really rough you know mm-hmm. like not that not as far as just uh, uh watching it goes like i am you know it it wouldn't affect me it just objectively a lot
1: yeah <laughs> like you know a, a lot of the dialogue in this and a lot of the decisions you make you're weighing a bunch of different things right <laughs> usually you're dealing in subtle small weights right yeah this places you just a, a fucking bus on one side of the scale that yeah you know dead laugh is just bad
0: <laughs> yep. right yeah dead laugh is a real scumbag yeah um so you head out, you end up killing a lot of, uh, and there are kind of new kinds of vampires you can fight, and they all look cool. Mm-hmm. Like I like this from a spectacle perspective. Yes. Um, you uh you head to you get to the uh this castle, and you're like, there's two different things you can do. Um, Regis kind of lays it out for you. Um, you can either summon Detlaff. Um, <laughs> Regis knows a way to do it. Yeah, uh, and, he's very scared of.
1: Yeah, he like he's brought it up and said like, don't even consider that. Like, yeah, the, 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 it, it is uh, dangerous, not only for you, but dangerous for me as well. We cannot we cannot look at it. And he begs you to look for a nonviolent, nonviolent alternative that doesn't involve this secret. Right.
0: Well, he actually he suggested he says, like, hey, what if we give him what he wants? Right. You know, and they're like, well, the Empress isn't going to do that. And he's like, well, we're not going to ask her for permission. Right. So this is the uh, the branching point here where the two different ways you can do this. Um, You can either go to the kind of Sienna path, which the good ending is locked behind.
1: Yeah, that's weird. Um,
0: Which is extremely weird. Like, especially since that's giving her to Detlaf, who just did this. Like, we just saw this, (laughs) you know, war crime level thing that Detlaf did, and the idea is give him what he wants. Yeah. You know, we know we're not just going to give it to him, but like, you know, give him access
2: to what he wants.
1: Yeah. Or at a different valence, it involves trusting Regis to understand how Detlaf is going to respond to anything when he has been wrong about absolutely everything so far.
0: Yeah. Yep. So, so it's very, very weird that you can only get the good ending through one of the things. So yeah. the first time I went through this, I did the thing that uh, we're going to talk about first, yes. which is what Cole did, which is the um, you know ultimately like kind of the bad path uh, yeah. in terms of like bad endings. Even though I think that the bad ending, one of the bad endings for this, is better than the good ending yeah. actually.
1: Yeah, I I like the bad ending thematically more. Um, did
0: you uh, did you yeah. fuck around with? I can talk about the real bad ending. Did you get the did you look into the prison ending? Uh no. Oh it's 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 great. I'll I'll talk about that at the end. There, okay. There's a third thing that I'm surprised they committed to as much as they did. So,
1: uh, uh, yeah, I, I saw a quest that was like burlap is the new whatever, but yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, that, that's that's the one. And yeah. it's a uh, it's lengthy. It's like a twenty-five minute, thirty-minute long
2: thing. Like it's pretty good.
1: Okay. Um, um yeah. So I decided to force the issue um and make Regis. Uh, do the thing that he has urged me not to do. Um, instead of breaking Santa out of captivity, we are going to locate somebody named the Unseen Elder. Basically, yeah. in our world, after the conjunction of the spheres, there are these uh, elders who are hidden away, who kind of have dominion over all vampire kind in particular regions. Um, yes. And in order to get there, we have to go to Oriana. Uh, if you are slow on the uptake, it can be a revelation that Oriana is a is a vampire. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, but otherwise, yeah. Like she, you know, she she knows how to get to him, uh, and we can uh, compel Detlev to appear again because he is sovereign over uh, mm-hmm. over Detlev. Yep. Um, and yeah, you fight your way through the city to get to Oriana's place, but before she will help you, uh, you need to do a favor.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, um, she runs an orphanage, <laughs> and she wants you to uh, resolve things in this orphanage. Yep. So you go to La Compassion, uh, La <laughs> Compassion uh, orphanage, and uh, there's a slaughter here. People are dead. Yes, uh, and Arnaud, the uh, the the guardian of this, uh, fled and mm-hmm. left the children there as bait.
1: Right. Say so like, up. I'm like, hey, uh, that that'll slow you down. <laughs> yep. Um, and it's weird. Oriana is really, really shaken about the loss of human life, specifically these kids. She seems to have a soft spot for them. She says, "Hey, mm-hmm. if you resolve this, if you figure out where our node Ar- went, um, you know, well, I'll, I'll I'll take you to the unseen elder. Like, it's, it's, it's worth it to me. Mm-hmm. So you're walking around in this slaughterhouse of an orphanage, inspecting the bodies of dead kids, um, and Geralt at one point notices that they have scarred over bite marks on their neck.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Not yeah. uh, not great. Yeah, uh, there. You follow that trail, um, and there's an alpha uh, Gar- Garkin Garkin. Garkin, Garkin. yeah, which is a uh, a big big nasty vampire. Um, looks a little bit like a basilisk, yeah, and uh, leaps around. You attack this, you get kind of this boss fight. Um, when you return to Oriana, you find that she's actually feeding on one of the one the one remaining kid. <laughs> um, and you you know Geralt's figured it out, of course, of course. You know, this orphanage like this is your wine cellar, right? This is your larder for blood.
1: <laughs> and she says, Well, what about you witchers? What you do with your orphans and such? Like, this is not about me. Yeah. You're not gonna change the subject.
0: Yeah. So you get to, you know, you get to to confront her about this.
1: Yeah. You know, and, she and just it. particularly loves the uh the taste of child blood.
0: Yep. And it's uh it's pretty fucked up. And she yeah. tries to make it a moral moral equivalence about this and you know, just like, uh no. No. You know, like you don't get to have an orphan orphanage larder yeah um super great scene i didn't play replay at this time but i just remember really loving it the first time around like, well, well
1: and she, she's like in between so the, the the kid is willingly submitting to it like he mm-hmm. is really grateful to oriana because you know he says otherwise i'd be you know dead on the streets right like yep. he you know he's he sees her as a mother figure and he's just like placidly laying there while oriana is greedily slurping on his neck in between sentences <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. She did, it, it, uh, the argument is essentially that these kids would die in the streets, right? Otherwise, so it is kind of interesting, but also like you don't get to keep a, a human larder.
1: Mm. Just don't get to do that, yeah. you know. And, and it's also like uh, and Tucson's a pretty rich place. There are plenty of noble people who would probably set up an orphanage too. <laughs> like it doesn't have you to know, be you.
0: Or you're a vampire, make them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if they, if they don't like you have the power to make this happen. Right, so you right. obviously are doing this to get something out of it. Yeah. I can't, since I didn't do it this time around, I can't remember. Can you fight her?
1: Mm, no, no, basically I left it. So I, I, I didn't end up fighting her. I also didn't sure. push for it because I I think she hadn't told me where the unseen elder was just yet.
2: Oh yeah. That makes sense.
1: Yeah. But Gerald says, I will probably be seeing you later.
0: Yeah. I, th- I think that's how I left it. It was just yeah. like, and I think that's an optional thing. Like you can yeah. be like, We're, this isn't over. Right. Um, so you get the uh, you get the location of the unseen elder, um, uh, which leads into what line is unseen. Um, you meet up with Regis and he says, like, hey, you know, this is actually gonna be a real this is gonna be bad. <laughs> yes. You know, just so you know. Um the Unseen Elder despises guests. Um this is like a you know, this is a place where we came over during that convergence or whatever, like this is a foreign and hostile world. You know, let me do to the talking. This is gonna suck.
1: Yes. Um, so we sail over to the lair and meet him and he's this bald veiny Nosferatu, who, who, uh, Nosferatu who's hanging from the ceiling. They do really awesome stuff with, um, him subtly teleporting around. Yeah. yeah. And just yep. like weird camera angles where, where he'll walk on it, from it one place.
0: Those, what is the the rule of, uh, the, yeah, where two people it, are talking to each other? It yeah. The, one, that the,
1: the the 180 rule.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It breaks that all the time. Yeah. So he's constantly moving in the background. It's really good. Mm-hmm. I think this is, um, this and then the next scene with this guy is about as like, Good as the series has done as far as making something appear powerful.
1: Yes, this is very much in line with the crones from the base game.
0: Yeah, but you kill the crones. You,
1: you know, kill eventually. one of them. Like
0: this feel. Yeah, you, you you kill. Uh, you one of them survives. Siri comes back and kills the other ones. Right. I'm trying to remember. Siri kills. Uh, you kill one of them. You hunt it down. But mm. it's the one that Siri spared. And you only do that during one of the the endings.
1: Possibly, awesome. yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, um, so it's yeah. it's 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 in line with the crones and in line with uh, uh, with uh, Master Mirror, right? Like, yeah. The, 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 very this very is one of the most powerful therapy.
0: things. Yeah, yeah. Just like you, this is this otherworldly being, mm-hmm. you know. There, and I love uh, you know because when you come in, Regis is talking, and you know in this ancient vampire tongue, and he just paralyzes Regis, mm-hmm. and you're Geralt, and you have fought monsters your entire life, so you get to say you have you have two options, and it's like. Um, You know, I don't want to hurt you or, you know, let him go if you know what's good for you or something like that. Uh, And then he immediately tosses you into another part of the cave, like (laughs) bites your neck, like, and this almost kills you Mm -hmm. and then throws you into the cave where you are like stumbling around. Uh, hurt and you have to find a potion and get your equipment back and you almost die from this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And in order to get back to the main, to the main chamber, you have to go through this place where gravity is not necessarily acting as, uh, as it should water is flowing upwards and such.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, Um, So you you have to do some tricky navigation uh, to get back. The reason that it's like, this is this is uh, close to a gate to where someday, you know, 100 years, 200 years, whenever, um, the pathway back to the vampire homeworld will, will open. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yep. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. It is visually neat. Um, it's, there's a, if I remember there's some kind of annoying, like almost platformy stuff you have to do. It's not
1: like platforming. Line. It's the, 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 the mini map, um, and the objective marker that kind of shows you how to get where you were, you know, like which direction to go is not necessarily equipped for swapping gravity stuff. It's mm-hmm. a little bit confusing, but it doesn't rise above the level of just like moderate annoyance.
0: Yeah. yeah. I just, I just remember having a little bit of friction with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, while you're down here though, you can find, um, Uh, It's actually necessary uh, to find the remains of this mage who had teleported in here with a special stone. This is a stone that, again, is associated with their homeworld. He was like, you wanted to make an offering uh, to get a favor from the elder. You grab this. Mm and you return to the unseen elder he's got no patience for questions uh and so you're given a few options um and unlike every other interaction that you've had with you know even really powerful people um you can't just you know exhaust your dialogue he's serious i only like you, you need to speak not ask questions if, yeah. you, if you ask a second question he will kill you um yep. which i think is the only dialogue death you can get in the game <laughs>
0: yeah that's not something that this series does very well, but it's such a good like that happened to me the first time through because I wanted mm-hmm. yeah to get you know I want to know right that's how I play it play video <clears> games uh you know, and I was just like, this is gonna be great like
2: <laughs>
0: the uh and you know I got killed and I was, you know my jaw dropped I was like super into it <laughs> um and then you also uh this is this is the closest this like gets to like this dialogue boss fight because you also have to convince them and you have to be smart about it and you get right. limited chances of this as well. Right. Um. So you have different ways you can kind of try to convince him uh, why he should help you once you tell him, like, you know, hey, Laugh's a problem. He's attacking people. And he says, I don't care. And you're like, well, you know, I can repay the favor or uh, I can't remember what the second option is. Yeah. Uh, but you only get, uh, you get you can do this wrong once. Right. Uh, if you ask if you do two wrong uh, attacks in a row, you die. Yeah. As well.
1: You you have to use knowledge that you gain from Regis kind of giving you uh, context about, you know, he locks himself away. This is a foreign and hostile world. The appeal that works, the one that actually uh, he will care about is say, all right, well, Detlef is a problem for you because he's out there killing everybody. You know, eventually they're going to find your lair. People are going to be coming in. You'll kill them, but they're going to keep coming. Maybe yep. they will, you know, fill in fill the, the caves. Tunnel. Yeah.
0: Yep, you know. and and you need to you're guarding this gate because mm-hmm. you know he says like hey more vampires are coming maybe a hundred years two hundred years three hundred years but it's going to happen soon right you know so you have to get the, so you you do that and he says you know you go to this place um, I will summon Detlef. he unfreezes Regis and Regis is like gasping you know <laughs> when you get the sense I almost killed him yeah. and when you leave Regis is like uh, well that went better than I thought <laughs> and it, it's a great. A super great moment, <laughs> yeah. You
1: know, uh, but and, there's there's and, a very sweet yeah, you, moment. I, I I like this quite a bit. You know, as you're going away, like he you, you know he he asks he asks a question, like, "Hey, I've been so wrong about all this. Why don't you just walk away? You know, like just mm-hmm. the, the the contract is fulfilled." Um, and you know, I chose to say, "Yeah, I don't want to see you die again. We're friends. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like we're in a hard spot. You need my help just as much as I need yours."
0: Yeah, yep, it's really great. And this is also where he says, you know. He kind of tries to get a little he gets a little sympathy from from Gerald where he says, you know, so imagine your most uncomfortable situation. This is a rhetorical question. Mm-hmm. He just knows the answer to this. He says it's it's you know, being at court uh, you know, at a at a formal circumstance, you know, being dressed uncomfortably and not yeah. being able to do what I want. he says, Well imagine that for your entire life. Yeah. And anytime you, you know, scratch where it particularly itches, um, you know, you will uh you know, you get hunted. Yeah. You know, that, that ends ever yeah. you know, ends yeah. everything. Like yeah.
1: so- you you, you, you you pull at that uncomfortable uncomfortable bit of clothing. Everybody turns and tries to kill you. Yeah, because, you know because you don't belong. Like that 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 is what it is like for me. Uh, every moment of my endless life, you know, trapped yep. here in this strange place, you know, and that like that that is also what the unseen elder is feeling. That's why he's locked himself away. You know, even talking to somebody else brought him great pain.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Um, so the other way you can do this. So this allows you to go to the plateau and summon Laugh and get to the end game. Mm-hmm. The other thing uh, is the Over the Hill and Dale, or Beyond the Hill and Dale quest, which I'm going to summarize kind of quickly just because there's a lot in there, but a lot, of it's fightier than I would expect. Mm. Um, so the idea is you go to, uh, you go to get uh, Sienna out. You find that Sienna's not actually there and you read uh, her diaries. This is all essential to get the good ending. Um, and you find out that her and uh, Anna Henrietta were, Got along very well as kids. They were more or less inseparable, or uh, inseparable.
2: <laughs> um,
0: and the uh, and that uh, Sienna was treated like shit. Yeah. Like even when they when they go into fights and it would be Henrietta's or Anna's fault, Anna would try to advocate for her sister, and her sister would still get in trouble. Right. You find out that they had a court illusionist um, who created a, a, a magical land they could go to. They could crack open this book, uh, the Land of a Thousand Fables. And gets sucked into this magical land.
1: They had a bridge to Terabithia.
0: They had a bridge to Terabithia. They, oh. they, they, that's where all their dead pets were. <laughs> um, so they, uh, you crack open this book and you go into this extremely <laughs> colorful uh, fantasy land that is based on fables that like we know, right? Like it's it's not like uh, you know Eastern European fables. It's like Jack on the Beanstalk and such. Yeah, yeah. The the, uh, or the
1: girl who sells matchsticks and stuff.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yep. Um, you go, you find Sienna. Um, she is trying to get into this this house. Uh, you have to fight off the Wicked Witch uh, there, who is kind of cool. Like She mostly summons monsters from the DLC.
2: Hmm.
0: Um, we're going to talk about the more of the monsters in the DLC during the next episode, because the flower monsters I fucking hate. Yeah. Uh, and you fight more of those, and you fight so many of them in this DLC. Oh, wow. um, but you fight those, and you find out she's trying to get out. Um, apparently, Anna sealed one way to get out. And uh, there's another way, though, if you get three beans and make a, gen- a beanstalk and go up into the clouds Hmm. um so you have to find these three beans um you go and you talk to the boy who cried wolf uh and you have to do the opposite of what he says he lies about where the three beans are because he lies about everything and you go check out these three different fables uh and it's funny like it is funny and cute uh it lacks like you get a better idea of sienna you learn a little bit about her it's very like transparent i was really surprised like there's a part where you're literally walking around and she says, "You're like, is something wrong?" And she's like, well, "I'm just beginning to wonder if like, witchers are just in, terminally incurious, or whether you do, actually don't want to care about my, you know, hear about my side of the story." Mm. And then you say, "I do want to hear about it." And then she just talks about how, uh, you know, when she was sent off by those five knights, um, that she uh, was was were on her hit list, or those four knights that were on her hit list, how they treated her like shit. Mm, yeah. You know, like they like they didn't feed her and they beat her and all those things. Um so she talks a little bit more about her backstory there. You learn that she did that. She eventually escaped and became the leader of a bandit uh group. Hmm. Um so you get that that's the important part. As far as the actual missions you're going to, they're all like funny like funny boss fights. Hmm. Like you find uh the the red wo- uh the big bad wolf and he's like super hungover. Um he's dressed up like grandma, and after uh doing the tale uh you know infinite number of times where he got his belly cut open and filled with rocks. Uh, as soon as this uh, land went into disrepair because the kids stopped visiting it, he went and killed Little Red Riding Hood through mm. in a well. Mm. So you have to go get the hood so that you can reenact the the fable <laughs> with him. But then you just then it's just a werewolf fight. Yeah. And then you go and you uh, you find the three little pigs are in a house and you fight three boars right. inside inside a house. Like it's a lot of boss fights. Mm. Um, weirdly enough, uh, the matchstick girl is really great. She now sells drugs. <clears throat> Uh it's real cute, like it's pretty funny. <laughs> like she is she, and it,
1: is she dealing fist tech or what? Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, dealing fist tech and other drugs that they make up okay. for this thing. Um and this is how you this is what they hid the good ending behind, right? Like this is kind of mm. bullshit. Yeah. Is you noticing going and doing that interaction, seeing that she has um a ribbon, uh Siana says, Um, oh that was my ribbon when I had when I was young, it protected me from death. You know, can I have it? And you have to buy it from her. Mm. Um or play Gwent. So the, the true <laughs> ending behind this is hidden behind fucking game of Gwent. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Kill me. Um, that sucks. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, again, just like, and part of it, this had been like talked up to me as so much better than the vampire Lord. And it's like, it's unusual, but the pacing is so weird because it's long and it's in this goofy, it's this goofy comedy section. Like I just left the city as it was getting torn apart by vampires.
1: Yeah, And,
0: and now I'm in this rainbow land of fairy tales doing jokes. It's extremely weird. Uh, the third one is long locks. Like there's like this, uh, uh, the Rapunzel kind of thing. You go up into the tower and she's a monster now and you uh, kill a Rapunzel. <laughs> I, mean,
1: I mean, it sounds like the, the, like the answer to all of these or like the final line is she's a monster now.
0: More or less what it is. Yeah. Like there's some other optional things in there I didn't do. Um, and there are a couple of new monsters. Like there are pixies, which are these weird kind of smoke monsters. Like I'm sure they're a template of another, Right. Beast, but they're just, like, fog monsters now. They're not, like, foglets. Um, but ultimately, you uh, you get through there. You fight. Uh, you do all the jokes. Um, and the jokes are good, right? Yeah. Like, I, mean, I don't want to say, that like, it's not funny. Like, I laughed during it. But, mm-hmm. like, I was struck by how weirdly paced this is. Like,
2: Yeah.
1: Um, incongruous. You, super you, incongruous. You mentioned that this path makes Sienna seem much more likable than she otherwise would be. That she, you know, well, gets,
0: you, you, You learn a lot more of her backstory and the two of you kind of spend a lot of time flirting during this as well. So I'm going to get to that. Like there's actually – this is also where the terrible sex scene happens. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. Um, uh, So you like kind of flirt and stuff and get a a better idea for her as this kind of like self-made woman. Yeah. Like her coming and leading this bandit group and stuff. Like she comes off as kind of badass uh, and good Mm -hmm. during this. So like you learn like, oh, the, the people who she killed like definitely deserved it. She was definitely treated but like shit. And uh, you know she's kind of a badass. Yeah. Um, so you you plant the beans and you go up and up the beanstalk and you fight a giant um, at the top of the the beanstalk. And then she says, uh, and this I like, boy, like she's like, you know, I I am uh, I am this this uh, the emperor's sister and everything, and I don't know what's going to happen after this. I have needs. I need a man. Uh, and then you have like an option that's like let her have her way with you. Mm. And. Then you do a sex scene of floating in, like, a big, like, void. Like, you can float outside the clouds. And you keep thinking, like, oh, she's just going to disappear because you're her captor. But she, you know, knows she needs the D. So she uh, sticks around. And there's all these things where she, like, floats away from you and her tits are hanging out. And then she throws her red riding hood at you. And then Spider-Man kisses you as you're floating in a void. And uh, and you have sex. Uh, and it's really embarrassing. It's shot in an embarrassing way. It's dumb that you have no low gravity sex. It's dumb that it happened. Like the city is being destroyed by vampires. Like, yeah, it, it is one of the worst, like senses of urgency versus like content things. Like this should have been a side quest.
1: Yeah. And all of this shit, you know, it's, it's, it's not like uh, throughout the series, Geralt has only had meaningful sex. Um, no, no,
0: but he doesn't like, (laughs) he doesn't, he, he, you know, he's, he's on a mission.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like the, the, the pre, you know, just even the, pre, the, for the previous expansion, it didn't feel shoehorned in. Like you could have, you could have sex with the, what, what's her name on the boat?
0: So that was excellent
1: yeah that was, was great
0: yeah that, but it was this whole bit about how the um the camera the name now but the brother who was like riding you the ghost was riding you yeah yeah showed another sign a side of gerald yeah. that she was attracted to right like that but, was awesome yes, like that like made the, sense for that to be a sex scene there. The, the,
1: the, 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 like the, like there was a bunch of track laid for that and there's a bunch of track yeah. laid for you know a good number of the sex scenes in witcher 3 you know of, of uneven quality but the, like this this feels well, incongruous in yeah. a huge way
0: the scenes are always bad. Yeah, yeah. The, but The I mean, scenes like, are always excruciating, but the the actual, whether there's track laid for it is always, you know, can vary. And yeah. this is by far the one that comes, like, we just met her. Yeah. And it's just like, she's super horny. Yeah. You know, like, nothing comes of that. And you can be kind of, there's a, they try to do a little bit. You can say something like, um, you know, what's going to happen after this? And she's like, oh, are you not used to just being used, like, the way that men usually use women or something like that? Hmm. And I'm like, you didn't lay track for that either no like, this is, i don't believe this relationship and then uh you can just say well i just hope it has a happy ending for everybody which it only does if you got the fucking ribbon which you can possibly get by playing a round of Gwent <laughs> so like what are you doing
1: which are three? you're better
0: than this my friend and may- maybe it's because they know that the good ending is like less satisfying right you know i do i do think that the like the tragic ending is the one you're most likely to get and the one they're going for right right you know um, but the good ending of this is just like, it's the way that it's gated and stuff is just inexcusable and dumb.
2: No, no, Um,
0: and, and as much as the content, the individual content of this stuff is cool. Like, it's funny, you know, some of the fights are good. It's just not, uh, it comes at such a weird place as to, to feel bad to me. Yeah. So I, I definitely came out liking the, the vampire Lord one significantly better.
1: And like, so, so the information that you get about the way that the Knights mistreated Sayana, uh, you get that. Even on mm-hmm. the other, even on the other paths, like if I am, uh, you know, if, if I'm at the store and I'm looking at how I want to spend my choice bucks, like I would really like to learn more about vampire culture than get it, than then get a deeper understanding of this, <laughs> like you know, like like her specific motivation because I feel like I got it, you yeah. know,
0: yeah, well, and that's why I chose the vampire lower one the first time because it just yeah. sounded cooler, yeah. Like, and also the, it was presented as why don't, like, what happens if we give Detlaf what he wants? And I'm like, Detlaf is, you know, this court of vampires in the city, like, that's no good.
1: Detlaf doesn't get a treat.
0: Yeah. Detlaf gets no treat. (laughs) And, and that's, you know, playing through that principle got me a rotten ending, which I, again, I ended up liking, Uh huh. you know, but it is, uh, when I talk about the structure of this DLC, just not being up to the standards of the, the series or the developer, this is what, you know, this is what we mean. Yeah. So, it's a bummer. You come out on a well, in a well, and Regis is already there. He's gone, and uh, he figured out where the exit portal was. Right. And the three of you go to uh, Mudna okay to meet with uh, the Detlaf. So, uh, some of this is the same. Um, the the bad way this can go, if you bring her with you, um, so you, you go uh, go to the thing. You put out the call. Uh, bats flood the sky. Vampires all over the region take heed. Detlaf appears on this uh, this thing. If you brought uh, Siana with you because you went through the land of a thousand fables, she tries to kind of hide like off the platform. But he finds her immediately, um, talks to her and says, you know, was this all fake? Like, was this all a ruse? Um, she kind of answers, but no matter what she says, he kills her. If she's wearing the ribbon, she gets sucked into the land of a thousand fables. Hmm. So, like, why doesn't she wear that ribbon all the time? <laughs> like,
1: why does she ever lose <laughs> well, that ribbon? Yeah, why would tank? you ever lose it? <laughs>
0: Like, Why would you ever lose your Gwent ribbon that makes you immortal? You know?
1: I Maybe mean, she just so, dislikes Gwent as much as we do.
0: Such such dumb bullshit. So that's the way that you can uh get the you know, be on the path towards the uh the good ending mm-hmm. or whatever. No. Um otherwise she she gets killed there and that puts you on the path towards uh the bad ending, the very right. the prison ending, because you walk up to Detlaf and he says, Listen, I got what I want, I'll call off my vampires. You know, you can hunt me if you want to, but I will kill you. I'm going to leave. And then you can choose to do the boss fight. If you let him go, that shunts us into uh, the the stripes or the new burlap. Okay. Uh, Like prison ending, which we'll talk about after we talk about the real climax, because it is much more of a goofy. It's not goofy. It's just like it's weird.
1: Yeah. It's not a UFO ending. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I didn't do it. Hmm. I watched on YouTube.
1: Yeah. yeah. So I was on the road to the bad ending and that takes us into a more traditional kind of path where you fight dead laugh. So, you know, like he gets summoned, right? He appears. Mm-hmm. We say, yeah, you know, we didn't bring Sayana. Like we're just here to deal with you. Like you need to be put down. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, he starts out normal. Like we have seen him before. He's got his big old, um, what is it? Saber tooth f- fingers. Yeah. Yeah, whatever claws. Yeah. Um, um, You know, and and you uh, plink him down a little bit, but eventually he turns into this hideous vampiric beast, like almost like Mm -hmm. a a winged demon kind of guy. This gets incredibly difficult. I actually, for the purpose of uh, not getting frustrated, I bumped the difficulty down, um, Mm -hmm. which doesn't make it a cakewalk, but it does make it so that his swoops and bat swarms don't instantly kill you. Um, or at least did they instantly killed me? I don't know if I was under leveled or what. Um, the third phase is real cool because you are sucked into, uh, a strange cardiac realm. <laughs> yeah. You
0: go into, you go into a blood zone. It's funny because that, you know, the, uh, uh, <laughs> Never mind. Disregard.
1: Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, but, like, there's a huge heart beating above you. Like, you're in a gigantic red chamber. Um, Detlef is actually, like, distributed among a bunch of hearts that are on the ground. But there is, like, a blood beast that looks like Detlef's, you know, demonic form that is chasing you around. Um, you can attack that beast and keep him down a little bit. But you only deal damage when you attack the hearts that are around the uh, yeah. the, the arena
0: which i think is visually really striking but very video gamey. Yes. Like being in a zone where there are, there are weak spots that are around that are not actually the boss and you have to fight them to actually hurt the boss.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, is it's mildly more video gamey than i than i would like i think.
1: Uh, wasn't there something exactly like that in Legacy of Kane?
0: Oh, oh probably. It's been a long time since i played Legacy of Kane.
1: Yeah. Like no, that, that, i that, mean uh, song, Soul, right. Soul, Soul Reaver is what i meant.
0: Oh, um I don't remember that either. (laughs) Like, I, I, you know, it's like, it's been a while and I didn't like it. So I didn't, you know, know, it's been a minute. The, um, but yeah, so it is, uh, uh, you know, you get through this fight. If you, I can't remember if I bumped the difficulty down or not. I might've actually, I didn't do it specifically for this fight, but I might've done it before this because Mm. of doing one of the contracts or something like that, Bumped it down to like normal. I didn't bump it down in the story, but I think I went down from blood and bones. Mm. Um, you know, it's a, it's a fine fight. Um, you know, it's not—it's nothing super special, though. I don't think it's like the Artorias yeah, yeah. fight of 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 Witcher Three.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And this is what you do to get either good ending as well. So I did this both times. It's just one time, uh, Siana got sucked into the the realm of of plot contrivance, and one time she was not there.
1: Yeah. So, okay.
0: Yeah. Um. At the end, after you you beat him up enough, uh, Regis actually finishes him off.
1: Yeah, it has to because uh, the human, yeah. like, if of called him, he'd just regenerate.
0: And it has the climax for Regis's character. Of course. Like he has to learn. Yeah. You know. <laughs> uh, and then we're in this, like, long coda uh, here. Where you're getting ready to get this uh, this be honored to get this award, um, Siana is locked in this palace tower. In either case, unless mm. she's dead, right? Um, and which uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk about there. Um, the uh, and Regis starts coming in and he starts kind of just pontificating about these five virtues, yeah. you know. And he's like, "Here's the one thing, you know, like there were the four people who were victims. What about the fifth? The fifth one, the yeah. fifth virtue, who would match that?
1: Compassion. Like it's just driving me crazy. Like I can't I can't figure it out." um mm-hmm. and you go to the boot black to you know just look look for any other lead because these letters were handed over to Detlef here through the bootblack well he got those from homeless people uh yeah, from, from, well, from well, beggars
0: we just yeah. went and found that out yes well he's like hey i went back and talked to the bootblack i'm better at it than you are yeah you know so i he said he hinted that there's more to know um you go back and you talk to the boot black, boot black again um you know Detlef says i'll i'll mix up some more brew Um, you know, and that's where you find out that they were handed over by homeless people. Um, you go to this homeless shelter, fight off some, some dudes who are going to beat up on this homeless guy and get the last undelivered letter.
1: Yeah. Um, I forget, is it an option to look at it? Can you leave well enough, uh, well enough alone or. I
0: think you can at uh, any of these points Okay, because you can even say, um, when Regis comes up and says like, aren't you curious about this? You can be like, no. Right. You know, locked up. Nothing will happen. Yeah. So I think all of this is, is optional from this point. Mm. Um, the same thing would happen. You'd still get the same bad ending. You just wouldn't know why. You know, right. it would come as more of a surprise, I guess, <laughs> um, because you find out that the fifth, the fifth victim was supposed to be uh, Anna. Right. Um, you know, they're, you're supposed to uh, uh, stab her heart and snap her neck. Yeah.
1: You know? Both of those things. Um, yep. because she failed to show compassion, not just, uh, to her subjects, you know, when she handed out the, uh, uh, the, the punishments, but ultimately when it came time to, uh, exile her, she, you know, exile Sayana, she didn't stop it.
0: Yep.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, so you can go
0: talk to Siana at this point and she kind of explains her motives. Again, she talks about being treated like garbage from birth, et cetera. And you can kind of, uh, you know, admonish her, you can kind of understand, if you've done the things in the land of a thousand fables, you can say, like, hey, think about somebody other than yourself for once, mm-hmm. you know, and think about not just the ways that you have been wronged, but the ways that you've wronged other people. You know, I know that you love your sister. You guys were inseparable, you know, as kids. You can kind of uh, go to her at that right. point. That's how you get on the path toward the the actual good ending.
1: Okay. Yeah. No, I just I just told her, well, have fun I rotting told, here. Yeah,
0: you're, yeah you're being a shit like yeah i don't have a lot of sympathy for sienna no even even after doing the land of a thousand fable stuff like i mean i have sympathy yeah but also i don't think she should be able to murder
1: (laughs) right now right uh she's she's proven that she's up to it (laughs) so
0: like exactly
1: yeah uh so regardless the ceremony takes place you go there and you have the option to either tell anna like yeah so the fifth victim was going to be you or say no it's not up you yeah, don't worry about it
0: yeah
1: um I, I i said you know i was I was honest i said hey the the fifth victim was going to be you sienna has it out for you you should probably take that into consideration um mm-hmm. and she keeps me around she's like hey we're gonna we're gonna you know confront this you need to be here as a neutral advisor as we as we talk it through here in our scenic gazebo
0: yes yeah uh from on loan from the opening of dishonored <laughs> and uh you know, like the opening of Dishonored, uh, they embrace, she says like, you know, yes, you did terrible crimes, but I'll always be your sister. Uh, and Sienna embraces her and then takes a hat pin. This was foreshadowed. Yeah. Uh, Orlana said this about a hat pin mm-hmm. being as deadly as a sword, um, and stabs her in the back. Right. And both sisters die.
1: Yeah, because uh, Damien, who, uh, is, is scarred, he's actually got like a burn on his face from rescuing people. He shoots Sienna immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like with a very small opening, like he gets her. It's a crack shot. Yep. Um, and uh,
0: they both die. And that is the the tragedy. We fast forward in, in time. Gerald is buying flowers for, for Anna's grave. And it's a dark and cloudy day in Toussaint. Like everybody is miserable. Yes.
1: But that's a huge funeral procession and such. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we want to talk about the Regis part stuff here, or do we want let me, to? Let
0: me. I'll do the prison thing real quick because it's incredibly brief. <laughs> okay, and play it. But if, if you come back empty-handed, you don't kill Detlef, and the sister gets killed. <laughs> uh, Anna is uh, understandably pretty pissed. Right. Um. So you go to prison. Um. You get all your stuff taken away. You're in prison. Uh. There's this great little conversation that just is it, very confident the developers to hide high quality stuff under endings people aren't really going to get. Right. With this guy who like knows how to get a thing in prison, like prison red.
2: <laughs> Yay. Um,
0: and he's, and he's real good. Like he's, it's a really compelling conversation with him. Um, but you go, you know, you get beat up. The three guys who were menacing the boot black mm-hmm. got taken to jail and they, they beat you up or try to beat you up because uh, you know, similar to like how, when Batman goes to jail, yeah, he has to deal with all the people he put in jail. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you have to do laundry. Uh, eventually you get wheeled out for an execution and you get to see like the, the Empress's justice. Like, there's somebody who uh, is killed, uh, is executed because he was riding a horse and a noble woman ran out in front of the horse as he was riding. He's like, you know, I was riding fast, but she came out of nowhere. You know, you have to believe me. And they're just like, you know, off with his head. Like it's just, you know, so it's showing that like this, you know, getting yeah, too soft, yeah. oh. uh, being hypocritical. Um, you get saved at the last minute from uh, being executed by Deus Ex Dandelion who, <laughs> who shows up. Dandelion came back to the kingdom uh to kind of you know because uh, Regis went and got him and convinced the Empress to to save you okay um and that's really it uh, you get your stuff back um, you uh, dandelion's there he's funny and you can go and uh, then it opens up then it starts the scene of trying to figure out you know with the boot block and figure out who the fifth victim is mm. if you find out who the fifth victim is you can still go talk to Anna um, even though she hates your guts um, I right. you talk to her she's uh, in the same tomb where her sister is with a, with dandelion and you can show her the letter and she doesn't really believe it. Like she freaks out mm. and doesn't think that her sister would have killed her and then banishes you again. But you still get to go to Corvo Bianco and get that. Oh. You still go through that, the Regis setting. So it kind of just comes like you spend a lot of time in the prison. Huh. You know, it's, it's, a, it's like a 20, 25 minute thing. Um, and you're never just forced to just wait, but you just have like tasks to do and dialogue. Yeah. Like, talking to people. There's a little side quest you can do in there. Like, it's pretty well developed for something that nobody should get. You know, you <laughs> yes. just have to make the dumbest decisions to go you know, to go to prison.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a real gutter ball. Yeah,
0: but uh, it it is cute. It's worth watching just because of the conversation with like the prison red character is real good. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and then you and then we get to this part that everyone gets. Okay. I'm um, here, which is, uh, you and Regis, um, are you know after you visit the grave or do your kind of coda regardless. Um. He says, "Hey, do you want to come hang out?"
1: Yeah, let's enjoy. Let, 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 let's get drunk, yep. um, you know. And Geralt very, very humorously says, "I thought vampires had like better ways to cope with stuff than just getting drunk," you know. Mm. And he says, "Well, you know, some simple, simple works." Yep. Um, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're sitting there drinking his mandrake brew, you know. Um, kind, kind of, uh, I, I mean, it's implied that Geralt is only able to drink it because of his uh, witcher mutations, yeah, things like that. Yep. And
0: they have to go – you have to go gather it. It's kind of this weird little bit where you, you go out and gather it. Um, and this this is a little bit – like I felt like I was ready for the game to be over and there's, this is real gameplay. Yeah. Um, you have to go find him. He's being attacked by vampires because he killed Detlef and that's no good. So vampires are going to hunt him as well. Yeah. Um, but you get the root. You uh, have the drink and you have this little talk at the end kind of summing up like what you possibly learned. Right. You know? Um, and it's good. It's it, Anytime Regis and Geralt are talking, it's really good.
1: Yes. You know, yeah. So is like, yeah, I've got to go very, very far away. So maybe I'll go to Nilfgaard. Who knows? They're civilized there. They don't believe in vampires. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, um, as a belief, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll fix them. And he asks, he asks Geralt, you know, like, what are, wh- what are you going to do? You know, my, my Geralt says, you know, I don't know, probably stay on the path probably settle down. I just need to, I just need to process this.
0: Yeah, I think there are three options. One of them is like I'm still going to hunt monsters. One of them is I'm going to retire, and there's a third one I can't remember. It's
1: it's the I don't know. Is, is, yeah. is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know they, they they end. You know Rita says, "Well, regardless, I think we both earned a very very long rest."
0: Yeah, Gerald says um, before that there's a great line. He says where he's like, "Listen, I don't really feel like going anywhere. Can we hang out here a little bit longer?" Mm-hmm. Which is a really like sweet vulnerable thing that I yeah. I relate to as a you know sometimes if you're just like. Having some friend time, and you've been through some shit, and you just mm-hmm. like it's kind of wrapping up, and you don't want it to, yeah, you know, and just like let's can we can we not can we just you know hit snooze <laughs> on this for a little bit, yeah, and then you know he's like you know we've been through you know of course we can do that like Regis does that he's a solid bro, you know of course we can do that um you know you and I have been through uh you know do things that have done things other people have not done you know mm-hmm. and then and, and seen things other people have not seen, and Geralt uh, the the title screen comes up uh There and Geralt says, "Yo, that we do," and looks at the camera, and that's that goodbye that is contentious that you can take or leave. But I'm yeah. super into,
1: yeah. Just basically, like you know, like like the the, the we in the dialogue is you know between Geralt and, and R- the readers. Well, it's it's between Geralt what? and readers, but you know, like it was actually written as the player, like you and I. Yeah. You know, like as the yep. observer or controller of these actions, we've been through a lot, and you know, we've earned a good rest. Yep.
0: Yep. 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 And I just I don't know why that, like I hate it when people wink at the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, in general, but I just i just like it. I like you know, I think just because it is it is uh as much as the ending of that um is it sucks that it's shoehorned, like you can go to prison right before this and <laughs> and have this still be this very peaceful ending where you live in this kingdom where you're hated, yeah, like that's dumb um but the uh I just like it's written with you're you're leaving on all of the the series and girls' high points,
2: yeah, you yeah. know,
0: which is just like again him being kind of funny and sweethearted and a genuine friend, which are yeah. like the things that I love about him as a character, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just very nice to just see that at the end and go out on that note.
1: Yeah. It, it just, it, again, my ambivalence comes from the fact that it feels incongruous. Um, and it feels a little bit servicey. Um, mm-hmm. However, like if I had been reading these books since the first one came out and playing all of these games, if I was not such a late arrival, um, mm-hmm. you know, and I felt like I had a deeper relationship or connection to Geralt than I, than I do. And it's not like I <laughs> don't know him from Adam. Right. I, yeah. I like Geralt. He's great. And like you said, like, that's a very good point that we are, you know, ending this on something that is very good about the series, which is good conversations and, you know, being, be, being genuinely good. Right. Um, mm-hmm. that's the only reason I'm, amb- I'm ambivalent is again, because I don't feel like personally, I had a lot of track laid for it. It, but, it felt that- It felt like it was for somebody else.
0: One of the things, another thing that might be a difference too, is that I played this right after we played the third one, so oh. I was coming at, after a concentrated. Like I did the third one, and then I played Hearts of Stone and Blood and Wine like right afterwards. So yeah. it was okay. a year ago when that entire journey and all of the emotionalism with Siri and everything with Hearts of Stone were all like extremely fresh. Like yeah. I was very close to my Geralt the first
1: time I went through this. Okay, yeah, I could see you that know? too. Yeah, I mean, I put I put it down for basically eight months since we since yeah. we did <laughs> um, Hearts of Stone. Yeah.
0: So the um, there's a little bit of a coda still. If mm-hmm. you if you head back to uh, Coro Bian- Bianco, um, and you head back and your 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 major domo is panicking. Uh, <laughs> in either case, he's like somebody came in. They keep saying they because they're playing the pronoun game. Right uh, there, and uh, it depends on how you uh, you play the the main game. Right here, who who pops in?
1: Yeah. Um. So I think that the consolation prize, the date with Barrett, is Dandelion comes in. Right. Yes. <laughs> yep. Uh, the date
0: with Barrett is a good way to put that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, it can be it can be Triss, and she's just popping by to visit because you know she's on the move. Um, and she's got a lot of stuff to do, uh, and that's if you romanced Triss at the end of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I, I want to end with yours because that feels far more conclusive than mine does. I got Siri mm-hmm. uh, because in my ending, um, you know Geralt is still on the path. He didn't really end up romancing anybody, um, and Siri uh, survived and she was, uh, a witcher, you know, ended up walking the path herself. And this is incredibly sweet because you catch up. Like she brought you a gift. She brought, she brought you a Garkane head and yeah, you, and you talk, and you talk about, you, you, you talk about like the strategy she used and, you know, like you don't share tips. She just like, you know, explains it and all, all of that. And like, you know, Gerald asks, Hey, you know, what happened? I just woke up one day and you were, you were gone like all that was left was a note and she said well you know i saw a, a a contract you know from some kingdom far away and i really felt like i needed to to do to to, to do witchering without a nanny you know mm-hmm. i like just say just uh be, but i probably could handle it a better way but i needed to go be my own person mm-hmm. um like
0: the, the daddy ending
1: yeah, yeah yeah and you know and so like you know she's back here and she says you know she admires Tucson. she admires Corvo Bianco uh Garol goes and show, shows her around it and she says oh i could stay here forever and you know you have a couple of options you 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 can say oh you'd hate it here um i chose to say well why don't you um she doesn't stay forever but she you know rests here for a while like she'll um be you know kicking it around the grounds and stuff but like you are providing her a place of comfort and rest providing her you know a home <laughs> a little bit or you know like a place where she can be uh with you you know and it ends with you know a conversation out under a tree on an overlook you know asking like hey are you happy with what you chose you know you could have been you could have been an empress and she says well I get to go wherever I want and be whoever I want to be. And that is a definition of happiness. And she has no regrets that she is, uh that she has adopted this life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that felt immensely satisfying for me because I had no idea if my Geralt is going to stay or if it's, if this is going to be another step and another stop on the way to him dying with his boots on, which is how I, how I see it and would prefer it and also wrapping Siri back in getting, you know, not so much closure with her, but understanding that she is satisfied with the path that we made together um, mm-hmm. was it was incredibly relevant as or <laughs> re- re- relevant, incredibly resonant for me as somebody who uh, valued that relationship greatly mm-hmm. m- more so than most of the others. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that was great. Like, I would love to see Siri again. Yeah. You know. Um, in my version, Siri just disappeared. No, the, uh, the, um, but otherwise, uh, Yen can show up and, uh, just the two of you go out and into the, the yard and have a talk on a chair and do real classic girl, Yen banter mm-hmm. and, uh, talk about that. And she's like, well, you know, I, you know, I, uh, you wasn't planning to to settle down, but I think I could, I could rest a while. And, and you say the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, she says something about, uh, She's talking about how you're a catch, uh, in a in a cute way, and you're like, um, you start bantering, and, and she's like, "Well, I feel a little bit like the cat who caught the canary," and uh, you say, "Well, don't uh, you know, don't birds not follow their own nest or something like that?" And I can't I can't remember the the punchline. There's a good punchline though, where Geralt word plays himself into a, a corner <laughs> and implies that he's garbage, like on accident, and it's <laughs> real good. It's very cute. Yeah. Um, and and she just uh, essentially just says like, you know, uh. Yeah, like we'll, like we're let's start a life here. Yeah, you know. So and that, that's pretty much it. It's just it's, it's a retirement mm-hmm. kind of thing. The game doesn't end. You can still go do side quests and shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it literally ends with you saying like, we can, t- you know, okay, I'm gonna get going like, or I'm gonna I'm gonna get up like, we can talk later, and she says, of course, you know, and then you yeah. can get up and keep playing the game. Like, there's not credits after either of these. Right, right. Um, you know, but there's like an implied ending.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Some of that's head canon. Yeah. So, yeah, and that is the end of you know, blood and wine and the end of the witcher three. Yes. So, yeah, it is like in going over it and playing it again and going over it. Um, like it does have, it, it is kind of striking how, you know, it's, it's, there are ways in which it's the worst content in the witcher three. Like some of the structural stuff is, is makes worse mistakes than anything in the main game did,
1: yeah. Um, talking about this and doing the episode made it really come into uh focus that dead laugh is the worst. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, not just in terms of like oh, he does terrible things, but like I just don't, I don't care for him as a villain. I like he, he, he is so secondary to all of this,
0: yeah, yeah. yep, yep. And he, and it's he's second, like he's not the emphasis. And I can't tell if maybe he should have been. And if he was, maybe he wouldn't be as one-dimensional. Mm-hmm. You know, it just, weirdly, for something that's as big as it is, it kind of tries to tackle a few too many things. Yeah. And there there are plots within it that I think do get fully resolved and are thematically, like, pretty rich. Like, yeah. the hypocrisy of Toussaint comes across really well, Yeah, I think. Um, the, you know, Regis just betting on the wrong horse because, you know, this person saved his life, I think, is a really great story. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm glad that he wasn't right. I think that if he had been correct, if like you know, actually this guy is a vampire with a heart of gold, I think that is a less interesting story than just being wrong, because that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, where you, you you place your bet on somebody, you you think they're something that they're not. Right. You know, and uh, really that whole like listen to somebody when they tell you who they are. Right. Kind of thing. Um, is is just is is really good. Like so, there are stories that just really actually did work and got to the end. And there's tons of good side stuff. There's some you know. bad side stuff too but there's some really good side stuff as well that we're going to talk about next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of structurally maybe the messiest thing that's in the the series.
1: Yeah. Um. So this, here, here's, here's a question that I don't know that I have the answer to. Is it best that they did another, another piece of content that had its own map that had its own world and tone and you know, self-contained story, or would it have been, better if they had refactored this into something that was more on the scale uh, and focus of a hearts of stone like if they had took mm. they had took these parts taken these parts and condensed it down and still managed to deliver a lot a lot of the same how, how much of that structural problem comes from scope creep on this
0: oh I, I yeah i don't i think that they i don't think it's scope creep personally no. like i think they could have done it because i think that like so there's a little bit of like last chance to see and i wanted to see a bunch of new witcher shit like yeah. I wanted to see the more of the world, I wanted to see more creatures and things like that. And you have to do a geographic change with that. And uh Skellige doesn't have the feeling of of scope creep. Right. When they go to that. You know, like you go there, you deal with a whole new set of problems, a whole new set of like a new biome, mm-hmm. and that works. Yeah. So I think that just adding this on like Skelega is kind of what they were going for, but it ends up uh they just didn't do it quite as well.
1: Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. so yeah i don't know how i feel about it i just i just wonder how much of that structural problem comes from comes from weird dependencies that arise from making something this big
0: yeah it, it, it's hard to tell Yeah, you know it's hard to tell and it's it's again it sounds like we're talking about like it's an abject failure like it's not it's no still really good it's <laughs> yeah. just like the the standards are, are really high yeah um just until so we mention it so nobody says we forgot it they do add a new went deck which is pretty significant like if you played Gwent, it'd be i assume similar to like adding a new color and magic mm-hmm. you know so that's got to be cool for yeah, people the, like
1: Gwent. they, they have the skelega set my favorite detail about that is uh there's a quest or there's incidental dialogue that has people in fucking revolt that they have yeah. changed gwent
0: <laughs> exactly yeah. a, that feels very meta yeah uh and stuff yeah and there's a there's a good side quest that deals with a gwent collector hmm. uh, that's like pretty cute that we'll talk about next episode yeah um but yeah, it's a, it's good stuff. We're not done talking about it. Again we have next episode as well. Yeah. Um but uh good stuff, um, just not A plus stuff.
1: Regis VIP. Like Re- Re- Regis yeah. is A plus.
0: <laughs> yeah, Re- Regis is is the best Regis and the Spoon Collector quest mm-hmm. are the two things I would I would not trade for anything. Yeah. You know, from this. Um so um so as we mentioned next episode we're gonna be talking about uh the side quest of blood and wine. After that, we'll have your response episode. So if you have things to say about uh, Thunder Fist, Insanity's Requiem, or uh, <laughs> Blood and Wine, let us know. <laughs> yeah. or you mean Hellblade? Blade. Hellblade, yeah, Hellblade uh, Sinus Sacrifice. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> or Sorry. Blood
1: and Wine, or um, if you're if you're getting in under the wire, uh, Tales of Playing Games Wrong, because we have that live episode in there too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep.
0: Um, and then uh, next month during December, we're going to be talking about Baldur's Gate 2 for mm-hmm. the entire month. If you have things to say about that, hit us up by the uh, the 15th of that month. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, so there's uh, plenty of stuff that you can do to help us out. Um, you can go to patreon.com slash DuckVTV. We talk about it quite a bit. Um, but uh, that does make a big uh, impact on our lives. This is our primary job, uh, what we do. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know that that only happens because so many of you have given – um And continue to give.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we really do appreciate it. And you get a bunch of cool rewards for that as well. Yeah. Um. You can also rate and review the show on iTunes or tell your friends, spread the word generally. Yeah. Um. That is very appreciated and helps more people learn about the show, which in turn uh, gets those numbers up, which in turn leads to more people supporting us, which in turn leads to us. Doing more. Paying more rent.
2: Yeah. And doing more <laughs> yeah. as well.
0: Like we we also have, you know, we have other things on the horizon, other shows, things like that mm-hmm. uh, in the future that we'd love to do. Yes. Uh, and you can check all those out at patreon.com slash duckfeed TV. Yeah. I yeah,
1: think that's about it. I think so.
0: Yeah. Uh so until next time, what should they watch out for?
2: Spoon man. <laughs>
0: pocket pocket was fucking around with my skeleton got his hand stuck holding the skeleton's hand oh uh-huh. and was trying to get down I was about to fall off and mm. break my, bring my skeleton tumbling down with him
1: oh no
2: pocket what are you mewing about what are you doing okay all right <laughs>